What are you going to do today? Work. School. Studied for my test all day. Then Exhilarating. My test. Mm-hmm. Exhilarating Exciting stuff. stuff. Yeah, living the dream over here. I'm a little nasally today. Mm-hmm. And I'm not happy about that because mm-hmm. it's going to make this a terrible listening experience. Well, more so than usual, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, you usually say that you are already nasally. Yeah, I'm already pretty nasally. So when that gets cranked up, it's not good. I have a feeling that a lot of the editing on this one is just going to be me cutting out the odd sniffle or, you know, dry <laughs> hacking cough. I think I've asked times. this. I think I've asked this question before, but out of the four of us, like, how do we rank highest pitch voice to lowest? Um, I remember pitch? how. I remember how Bella ranked it. How did she rank it? Maddie being the lowest pitch. Oh wow! Wait, what? She ranked me being lowest pitch. No, no, she ranked Mm-mm, Maddie. I remember lowest Maddie was trying to perfectly talk in a really deep voice <laughs> on, that, on that night we went out. <laughs> Maddie would not agree with that. That's true and all. Um, can can you Maddie say something? Hello, it's me, Malcolm. Hello. Patrick? Hi. So Malcolm was the lowest out of the three of you guys. Damn. And then Patrick, say something. Hello. Maddie? Hello. Hi. I don't know. That was really close. I don't think any of us are particularly that bassy. I feel like I'm more high-pitched when I speak like normally in the podcast. Yeah, you're pretty high-pitched. Yeah, you went, hello. (laughs) We're all pretty pretty, like... Trebly, we're but Treble, I feel like we're all Treble. like middle of the pack kind of thing. Like it's, sure. it's pretty, it's pretty middle, average. Middle too high. Not like I don't think any of us really dip in, into that like lower register. Yeah. Like mm. there's this guy at school. He's like one of those gym bros. He's huge and <laughs> he's also fo- he's also foreign. So like he has an accent too. Mm-hmm. But like whenever he talks, he's like, "Hey buddy, how's it going?" And it's like, mm. you know, what I mean, he's one of those. <laughs> it's crazy. There's I feel a like tone. There's a tone. Yeah. I don't know why when I meet someone like that. I'm like, uh, this, this person hits women. Oh, oh my God. He seems like a really respectful <laughs> Holy guy. Holy oh shit. God. That poor foreign guy. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> Maybe we'll leave it in. Just imagine, <laughs> imagine like, I just imagine we release this episode and he's listening to it. And yeah. while he's listening to it, he's. Yeah. Oh my, oh my God. God. <laughs> he takes his anger out. He's like, God damn it, he's right. <laughs> oh my God. I just imagine him wearing like this a white. I just imagine him, like those kind of guys mm-hmm. with like a lot of facial, like some facial hair, and they're wearing a wife beater, and there's yeah. a, a beer stain on it. Mm-hmm. Well, he's from Georgia. Where's Georgia? Georgia. No, is, that's Europe. Is what? Oh. Sure it's, no, Georgia. Oh. Georgia is like. Is I, I'm pretty sure it's Europe. I think it's border Europe, Asia. I know. You know, Marab is from there. Marab Devalish, really, yeah, yeah. the UFC fighter, and he's he's Georgian. Yeah. Um, but it's like the, they kind of like look place. like half half European, half Arabic. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, I think it's like uh, in and around where Armenia is then too. Something no? like that. I don't even, is Armenia technically the Middle East or Europe? Europe? It's like I think it's border there. Uh, like Middle East is in like Middle East Asia, like the Asian. Sure. I think continent. I think Georgia probably falls within that. Georgia yeah, is in that area. Eurasia. Eurasia. There you go. Europe, Asia. Okay. Look on the border there. The border. Yeah. Maybe. That's cool. Yeah, that's where he's from. That's mm. to America. Uh, I was going to say, because when you say, like, the wife beater stuff, n- and no offense to people who are from this part of the world. Sure. but oh, What do I, you think? Well, because combined with me saying he's foreign, like, I was thinking, like, Eastern European, mm. uh, more so. more so those, Like Vladimir. Like Vladimir Put. Put. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't referring to him in, in, in specific. I was just thinking of, like, oh, a wow. Russian name. Okay, yeah. That's <laughs> the first Russian name that came to my yeah. mind. Yeah. I'm wearing shoes still. Not sure why. Yeah. You're in your own home. It's uncomfortable. Is that you saying that like I shouldn't be wearing them? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just came straight from the house and uh, outside. We were outside, and then I came straight in, and I just walked downstairs. Mm-hmm. Maddie, what are you searching up there? I was just trying to find information about Georgia and where it is, and Eurasia. He he said it. Oh. 
He said it like yeah. three minutes ago. We oh. talked about it. We moved past it, and you're you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you still, did you find the answer at least? And kind of, I guess. I don't know. It said <laughs> oh it bordered God. on like Western Asia and like yeah. part of Europe, and I was just like, yeah. that wasn't a satisfying answer. Eurasia sounds like Eurasia to me. <laughs> This fucking sucks, dude. This is terrible. I know. No, no one wants to hear about what Georgia. What a shit. I know. What a shit open. This is we terrible. Lo- we oh, love cool. all our Georgian fans. We love all of you. Fuck this. Yeah. Welcome back. To episode four of Wildly Adequate, the show about anything, everything, and usually nothing. I am one quarter of your hosting crew, Matthew Urso, and I am joined by... What's everybody up? work oh. with me on this. Oh my god. <laughs> this, is a, this is a workshopping session. Okay. The footballin', enthrallin', shot callin', Patrick Fahim. Hello, everybody. Do you like your intro? I, I liked it, yeah. I All think right. I liked Let's it. Let's hear the rest of them. The illustrious one. The illustrious Mark one. Mark Mishricki. Oh, oh, damn. I love <laughs> I was also the illustrious one. You're not, you're not, and I love that I am. <laughs> and the pure sex appeal. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I ask? I know that illustrious is a good thing, but what does it actually mean? Like somebody who's kind of held in high esteem or distinguished, you know, that kind of thing. Picture oh, somebody wow. like Sir Patrick Stewart or... Stuart. Sir Ian McKellen. Oh, very good. <laughs> oh, what do you guys think of those uh, intros? Can you I say mine again about? one more time? The footballin', enthrallin', shot callin', Patrick Fahim. Okay, I'm okay with that. I like that. I like mine as well. The only other thing I had, and this one I didn't tie specifically to any of you, but I was like, oh, this is another stupid one. The King of Kings, insert name. Yeah, like that would be for the Pharaoh, right? So, nah. I guess technically that's Jesus. That, it, <laughs> technically you're right that is Jesus <laughs> have, you guys, wait, have you guys seen that meme of Shia LaBeouf I, I showed it to Malcolm earlier and we can cut this out if we don't want it in but he's at the, a grocery store and it says when your total is $6.66 and it's him going say Christ is Lord <laughs> <laughs> say Christ is Lord <laughs> so good anyway when does he ever say that oh my it's, God. it's in a movie there's a movie called um, what's the one that Scorsese directed no no I was thinking of Silence I don't think it's Silence but it's a similar theme of like these monks and stuff and he's like this, like Christian, and he's a monk. He's like a Christian um, Satan's alley. <laughs> Satan's alley. <laughs> he's like a Christian monk guy, and he's like, mm. I don't know what the context is, but he's yelling at someone saying like, "Say Christ is Lord." He's uh, he's a Christian monk guy. Yeah, yeah. Christian Sa- monk guy. Satan's alley. <laughs> bah! There we go. Bah! See what I'm doing. Okay. All right. So, anyways, we're here. We're back. We've got things to discuss. I hope everybody's got something to discuss. Looking I have at nothing you, to discuss. Why? Yeah, why are you looking at me? Because you had a scared, worried look in your face. Anyways, <laughs> we'll get to you eventually, uh, Mr. Malcolm. I believe you are taking us, uh, t- starting us off today. I don't know where I was going. <laughs> taking us. I, taking I us. imagine you say taking us down memory lane for Take, some reason. Memories lane. <laughs> please, please begin and memories save me. crescent. Okay. Yeah, well, um. Just came on the topic a couple of minutes ago, but oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, me well, and Patrick because, did too. It's because I was. That's not true. A couple of minutes it. ago? No, maybe like an hour ago. I was thinking about it all day. I just didn't know what to talk about. But okay, cool. I decided I want to talk about paranormal. I want to talk about the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Like the movie? No, no, no. Like just in general, like the supernatural, okay, paranormal. Okay. And oh, the reason I, I want to talk about this is because when I was a kid, I used to have these nightmares or. 
I don't know what to call it, but all I know is in the middle of the night, I got out of bed and I'd wake up and I'd be behind the curtains in my room and there'd be a hooded figure just holding me and holding my mouth and I'm screaming going, mm, mm, mm. Oh my I'm like God. trying to get, I'm trying to get my mom to just come and see what's happening and I couldn't do anything and I still don't know if it was real or not, but it felt real because I know it, I know it happened. That's definitely, no, what? I, you just said <laughs> it felt real, mm-hmm. so I know it happened. Do you know what dreams are? So then, how can you possibly say that sentence? Because it did you feel I know pressure on and it exclusively dream, happened at night the, when you were dreaming. Dream, I know what a dream feels like, but this happened on multiple occasions. Dreams can happen on dreams, but the exact happen once. the exact same thing. But it was the exact same thing. Yeah, I had recurring nightmares when I was a kid too. All right, are you telling? Okay, I need to preface what I'm about to say with I am not a believer in the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Neither am so I. So this is this sentence is going to be a surprise coming from me. But you, do you truly believe? When you were a kid, a hood figure came to your house multiple nights and held you up, and you were and you were just fine. You were just well, okay. Well, I'm not saying he visited like came through the front door. Just shit, Walt stop. No. Why is that what you're thinking about right now? He's, I'm saying, do you believe in that? Like, I think that he, actually happened to you, and you you came out of it unscathed I think for whatever he, reason. I think what he's saying is that they weren't from formal visits, but that he'd come spook him every once in a while. Yeah. Are you trying to make a joke then? He'd float in. Through or are you going to entertain what I'm like, saying? Like, he, like he'd go in, like he'd fly in through the wall. Yeah. He's not like knocking on the door. Like a salesperson, <laughs> like he's like going through the wall, and then he's like playing around with him, fucking around with him, and then yeah. leaving. And why does that? Why does the way he entered the room matter? I don't understand. It doesn't. I'm just I'm I'm playing along. Oh, okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. It's interesting to me, Patrick, that yeah. you're not one for like ghosts and ghouls. Can Can we say why on three, three, two, one? He's religious. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say because you're somebody who skews a little bit more religious, so it's kind of yeah. like. I mean, but you, okay, do you even agree with that assessment that you are religious? Uh, I'm in a gray area of my life right now. Okay. Wow. Oh. wow. Let's crack No title, open. please. So why are you fasting? Um, the fear I'm, of God. <laughs> I'm being forced to. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, well, then we don't necessarily have to go down that lane. Personally speaking, I don't believe in can a I lot cut of you paranormal off there for a shit. Uh, we please, can still go down that lane. Okay. Even even when I was more leaning towards that direction, I still didn't believe in ghosts and stuff. So we can go down that lane. I guess, but well, it's just to me, it's like if you're somebody who is slightly more religious, doesn't ghosts seem slightly more in? I, I would the agree. Question? I, I would I would probably think so, just because of like, I mean, it depends. I think Patrick, what you, I'm, I'm going to assume what you were going to say. Yeah. But I think it depends on whether you believe in a lot of the biblical stories, that, like literally, or if you believe in like the message of them and and what they're trying to say. Because obviously, if you believe in everything in the Bible literally, there are spirits and there are demons and weird shit like that going on. So if you That's do, right. if That's you do believe in that, yeah, if you do believe in that literally, then you have to entertain at least the idea of that being real. That's what I'm saying. Because like, yeah. if I saw a ghost in front of me, like in front of my own eyes, I'm an atheist. But even I would start being like, shit, I might be wrong about this whole like God thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there might be more to this than I. Yeah, I think I think it would be I think it would be foolish of you to like see that and be like, eh, well, anyway, nothing's real. Nothing, I guess nothing exists. Like I guess that. specifically. What is consistent with being religious, at least in my view, and not believing in ghosts is like relic, like people, like the spirits of people, because okay. in the Christian faith, you either go to heaven or hell. Right. Like there's no lingering on earth. What about them limbo people? There's no limbo in our, I guess, branch of Christianity. I think there are some denominations that believe in, in purgatory. Uh, in purgatory. Yeah. 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 But not, not for Orthodox. No. no. That's a whole thing. But anyways, yeah. ghosts and stuff. Good song. Um, Ghostbusters is a fantastic movie. Ghostbusters is fantastic. 
I don't like I'm not one for ghosts and the paranormal stuff in terms of like believing it. I think as like a concept and an idea, it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. and it's huh. like interesting to think about. Sure. Like I'm not I would never sit here and be like, yeah, I believe in ghosts. But at the same time, it's like I'm interested in the idea. And like when people are convinced, apparently like Malcolm, that they've like seen shit or like felt a presence can or, like, we go back that to stuff. that then like please because i just want to know on the record what is what are you trying to say about that story do you believe you that believe that a goat a hooded figure came to your night multiple nights in a row or however in whatever stretch of time and held you like captive a, like a real I ghost guess. i believe and there's the, no judgment zone you know that i'm i don't yeah, believe I it but if the, you believe I, it then i whatever. think it's a little bit too late for that you hardcore judged him no, earlier I'm, but <laughs> no no okay I, I, did, I did say something judgmentally but if you believe it then mm-hmm. it is what i it believe is. that something like supernatural happened whether it was in my dream or in real life i believe that i feel like how it, can something supernaturally like happen in your dream why can't it no like he's saying like are you saying that the dream had a supernatural element to it or you're saying like a supernatural outside source like found its way into your dream and it's a pure real source i would say something like that if it's mm. something supernatural happening in your dream then that's called a dream no, but that's what that's why I, <laughs> that's why i was asked, asking he's saying that it, it's not just like a part of the dream he's saying it's like something it's from the outside world something from the outside world is like getting into his mind is that what you're saying yeah that's what i'm saying okay so can you elaborate more on that how would you like me to elaborate more I feel like he hasn't like, what, thought much more it? about it than that. You haven't, you haven't thought much more about it than that? Just like, do you think, like, it was a demon? It was, like, I, what was it? I, exactly? I haven't thought much more about it. Hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. Honestly, I would I, I feel like if that's something that's been plaguing you for a long time, that you would have thought well, a little so bit. He's so scared that he doesn't want to think about it. That's what that? I was about to say. To play yeah. devil's advocate, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? You're right. <laughs> to, play, to play devil's advocate, I was just going to say that if it was so terrifying and traumatizing, I probably wouldn't want to think much about it either. But he's bringing it up so casually right now. It's been many, many years, I'm assuming. So. It's been many, many years. Yeah. Many, many years. Many, many. Many, many. Yeah. I used to have this <laughs> I used to have this one nightmare where uh, I wake up and I'm in my room and That's terrifying. my dad <laughs> my dad is approaching me and he's like a He's all stiff and he's oh like my waddling towards oh me. Jesus. And he's like, yeah, and he's like straight faced. And I'm like screaming. And then I, and then I, <laughs> oh my God. And then I blink and he, and it's a cat with oh, the same wow. pose, oh. but it's a cat. That's oh very, that ta- scared me. Yeah, can can I, scared I, me. Some like fucked up hereditary dreams. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Of, of like his hand like freezing and like twisting. And yeah, like, what the hell? But honestly, on that kind of theme, I used to have a recurring dream or nightmare, I'd say, where there would be like, I would, I would be running up the stairs from the basement. I'm like the whole th- the whole dream starts in the basement. Oh my freaking! And there's like is this is this one you've told us before? Because yeah. there's a dream you told us before that I can't get out of my head to this day. Okay, <laughs> it you scares the shit out r- of me. Remind me what it is after I'm done telling. Okay, this yeah. But this one I I start in the basement, and for some reason the basement is like you know when there's like small rooms in real life, but in your dream they're like fucking like factory size, yeah. fi- like mm-hmm. factory size are huge. So I start in my basement and it's gigantic, and I'm like working my way through what feels like puzzles of like little areas that have like a mini boss or like some scary thing or creature or person like guarding it and i'm trying to like escape the person and eventually when i get to the stairs i run up the stairs and without fail every time something grabs my my ankle Mm. and like grips it and then i can't move and i like kick it and i run upstairs and then sometimes i do reach it to the to my living room to like the dining room area and then i just like i close the door behind me the, the basement door and i turn around and like i just feel spirits like, like i feel something like heading towards my way very quickly and i start freaking out and i wake myself up mm. and i've never gotten past that point 
Mm. But I'm, Patrick, I'm curious to see. I'm, I'm curious to hear which one you what what terrified you about what I said uh, like another time. Like it was, this was a different dream, but we okay. you were telling us while we were in this basement, and you were telling us that you would have nightmares being in your basement. You're talking about the hooded figure. The hooded figure with the white face, yeah, and pointy like chin, cheeks, yeah. and like nose, yeah, just like staring at you from that window, bro. You said yeah, it was yeah. that window. Yeah. Oh, I do. Remember you remember Mark that talking about this when yeah. we were younger. And honestly, yes. I, and at some point, I think I found the source of of what was causing those weird dreams. I think it was um, Looney Tunes. To be honest, I think it was what? like <laughs> I think there was like a Looney Tunes episode. Where there was like a witch with a very pale face, mm. and she had like a yeah moon shaped face, like very pointy on the top yes. and on her chin. I think that might have been that combined with another creepy figure that I saw, and like I kind of made like this weird compilation of, of figures. Yeah. But I was looking at it online, and I was like, I think this is what fucked me up because mm. I used to watch Looney Tunes a lot as a kid, and that that lady with the black robe, like this death looking person, just terrified me. Yeah. See, I never dr- had a dream about your dream, mm. but like. Remember when I in well like yeah. while lucid. Remember when it just I fucks me up. Remember when I told you about? Uh, I've told all of you guys this. I used to have nightmares, and they were nightmares. You can laugh at them, but of something of someone tickling me. <laughs> like I used to be like, <laughs> like I would be in my bed, and then that weird pointy white face man comes oh, over. Oh God, Mark. And he and sometimes he has like like red polka dots on his cheeks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then he'll just like he'll like approach me real slow. That's terrifying. And like I'm that, like sitting on my terrifying. bed. I'm sitting on my bed paralyzed like still. And he's like slowly reaching his hands over, and I'm I'm shaking, I'm freaking out, and then mm-hmm. he starts tickling me, and and I don't start laughing, I I'm, I'm like freaking out the Jesus. whole time. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, bro. and I, I haven't had those types of I haven't had nightmares period in a very long time, and I'm very mm. glad that that stopped. Yes, <laughs> well, Night- nightmares for me have turned from actual scary things to just regular day things that I would hate. Like I wake up like I wake up late for an exam and. And I miss it, and I'm, mm. I'm in in real life. I wake up, I'm like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> it's all like it's like inconveniences, right? Yeah, it's all inconveniences. I I get nightmares that are very low frequency these days as well. But my nightmares, like of recent, are usually just like me in my bed, just like paralyzed, mm. and just like trying to wake myself up. And I have this thing sometimes where I do it, I wake myself up, but it's another so- dream. Oh no, isn't that what and they it, call like the the record I have is like three. Mm. Oh wow! It's oh like it's like Inception. I was gonna say that's some Inception type business. Up. The first thing you described sounds a lot like sleep paralysis when you can't get yourself up and it yeah. feels like something. But that's like, like when you you're down. actually awake, though. You're like half awake, half, half asleep. Exactly. Type thing, yeah. yeah. But you're saying it's you were like fully I'm in a dream full, still. Like I'm fully in a dream. So you were sleeping in a dream where you were sleeping in a dream where you were sleeping. Mm. Exactly. I've had that where I wake up. I wake up in the dream and I go to the bathroom and I pee, mm-hmm. and then I wake up after that. In real life, like so, <laughs> I, so, so I woke up in the, but I didn't pee myself. Yeah. I've, heard, I've heard stories of people peeing themselves, but I I wake up from a nap in my dream. Yeah, and I like go pee and then I and then I wake up again. But what I was gonna say is that I transitioned at some point in my life from those like really weird supernatural, not supernatural, but like that freaky freaky. That's supernatural. You yeah, like that, the yeah. demon figure thing. Yeah. To frequently having like home invasion. Um, oh yeah, nightmares. you told us oh, about this. The too. amount of times I'd wake, I'd, in my dream, I'd like be in my room and i would like hear a noise outside i'd like make my way over to um from downstairs to like from my from the upstairs level to my middle level in my house it's like there's a staircase and then a huge window before i go down into the dining room and in the window i can see out onto the street and there's always like either one man or two men or three three people Mm -hmm. like shadowy figures approaching the house yeah mm, and then like creepy. and i start i start panicking and most of the dream kind of stops there usually like it doesn't 
ever get to the point where they actually break in and there's a whole conflict. Mm-hmm. But just the anticipation of knowing something's of it. coming, it would just I would be like in that weird space for a long time, and then I'd wake up like yeah, you know, freaking out. I think that's a good. I don't know where you want to take this, Malcolm, but to me that segues into um, what I'm thinking about right now, which is if we were to like let's say. Okay, no, I don't want to say that. Between paranormal stuff mm-hmm. and um, like real life, people breaking in, people hurting you. What's scarier to us? What's scarier to me is like strangers and like yes, yeah, like I real think, life stuff I happening. Think, I think partly see I, me saying real life stuff <laughs> implies yeah. well, that supernatural stuff is not real. What I've always said, and I was gonna, I'll get to a point about the paranormal stuff in a second, but you're kind of mm-hmm. touching on what I've always said. With I mentioned hereditary earlier, but like how I always talk to you guys about how I like Midsummer more than hereditary mm-hmm. because i find midsummer scarier mm-hmm. because in midsummer it's people yeah doing the horrifying shit mm-hmm. whereas in hereditary it's like oh it's a demon and yeah. it's like yeah. because that's like less tangible yeah and less exactly. realistic yeah it like comes it's all plausible in midsummer. Less, exactly like in midsummer it's all plausible whereas in hereditary it's like clearly fiction but what i was going to say about the paranormal <laughs> stuff what in not to dunk on you know people who believe in that but what i'm saying about the paranormal stuff what fascinates me about it and what i love with paranormal stuff is that why is it so inherently freaky to us like what is it that makes like ghosts and spirits and all that shit like so terrifying because mm-hmm. like hereditary is such a horrifying movie oh my it's God. like horrifying. i'm more scared why of I, that movie scared me more than any movies ever scared me and even more than midsummer even though generally i would say that real threats terrify me more than like demons and, and ghosts and stuff because mm-hmm. i don't believe in those things but for some reason that movie the, the way they show it is just like it scares me more than the than way they midsummer. show it too it's like there's demon followers, and that's that real. is oh yes, the, the rituals. That's, yeah. that's freaky. Th- that was that's one of the scary. Yeah, you're right. One of the scariest parts of the movie is like knowing that you know the the grandmother was doing rituals and yeah. like all this freaky. And there's people yeah. in on it, but that's what I was gonna say too. To the point, of, even though I always make the claim that like specifically with Midsummer and Hereditary, I like Midsummer more. But gen generally in my horror, I kind of like the stuff that's a little more like plausible. Even some of the sci-fi stuff, if it's like, oh, it's an alien movie, like the thing. Like aliens, again, as or, far as we know, yeah. we've had this conversation, don't exist. But it's like the idea of like, oh, this thing from another planet comes and starts killing you s- is slightly more in the realm of possibility to mm-hmm. me than like ghosts. Or like The Shining. I would say infinitely more. but Or, or like The Shining. But what I was going to say with Hereditary is even though I think Midsummer's scarier, there's also an added layer of fear with something like Hereditary because it's kind of the way I think about video games where it's like as scary as a game like let's say Resident Evil 8 is. What gives me solace in a game like that is you have guns and the things mm. you're fighting are killable mm-hmm. and you can defend yourself. So that's, that's always right. what gives me some sort of like like hope in that where I'm like, all right, like even though I'm terrified, at least I can fight back. Whereas in a game like Outlast, which is the one where it's just you with the camera and like oh, the yeah. insane asylum and there's no way it's literally just run and hide. That's all you can do. Oh my God. That's the thing with like a movie like Hereditary and with like supernatural shit where there is technically, even though it's less realistic – the thought of it, in a way, is also more scarier than the realistic you can't stuff stop it. because you can't do anything. It's like inevitable. It's, it's beyond anything. You're right. It's out of your control. That like also, humans can do or kill yeah. or stop or whatever, and maybe that's part of it. And like that's what I was saying, which is supernatural stuff. Where there's, it's interesting to me that it's so freaky mm. to us, and it's like why? Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. Go ahead, Mel. Let's say, I just wanted to ask a question to all of you sure. to Please. see what. You guys would think what's like more scary to you, okay. like 
Would it be more scary if you walked into your room and you saw like in the far dark corner of your room there was like a figure, like a really tall figure standing there? Slenderman? Not like a Slenderman. I don't know. The something Like just a dark figure. Sure. Like a really star- tall, dark figure standing in the corner of your room. Or would it be scary if you looked out your window and you saw a man standing in the middle of the street staring into your window? Oh my the room. God. The room, the room one. Thing. The room thing definitely. Like they're both supernatural stuff? No, no. The man oh, on the street the, is like the man, a man on the man. street is just a normal man on the oh street. Oh my god! It's like Those a, are it's both some very, very. They scary. are, but th- I, but that's the thing to Malcolm's point. Where even though again, I'm saying, and that's not scarier. and that's not fair because it's not a one to one scenario. But though. I'm saying, I was gonna say, even if the man, the human man, was in your room, I'm still taking oh, okay. the dark spirit oh, of course, thing. And yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Where it's like, even though I find Midsummer scary because it's real. If all things are equal, yeah, and the ghosts and the human beings are real, yeah, then give me the humans the, yeah. ten out of ten of times. Course. Like I'll take my chances with some crazy Swedes in the fucking well, middle. All of you, all you got to do is pick up your Glock and go exactly. to town. <laughs> my Glock that I carry with me, my iconic Glock that I carry with me all time. That is like, iconic Glock. That is, give me that every day of the week. Because yeah, the second like spooky shit like that is suddenly real, and it's like you know there's fucking apparitions and stuff in your house yeah. like that's why i'm like okay game over like yeah that's it i'm that, i that, just kill me already yeah. i don't want to try and run i don't want to resist like yeah. just that's, take me that's when you point your glock at your at yourself <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i point it under my chin and just go like nope imagine get me ghost. imagine people with schizophrenia who oh, no. have oh, sensory experiences of like oh lord supernatural stuff i've like, heard stories that's like that. terrifying. I've, I've watched youtube interviews of like people with schizophrenia describing their experiences and yeah. oftentimes it's like long stretches of the day where they don't know what's real and what's not That's it's so like terrifying. Lord. yeah there's like this one uh um ted talk where it's a, mm. someone talking about schizophrenia and she has it herself and she says like oh um most places i go there's a clown that's in the room oh with my me. god and dude. she goes and she's presenting this ted talk talking about schizophrenia and she's like the clown is among the crowd today like she's She's talking and like oh, giving this presentation. She's saying she sees a clown in the mm. audience. You know what I mean? I couldn't imagine living my life like that. Clowns don't normally freak me out, but just you saying that, I'm like, Yuck. honestly, me yeah. n- me neither. But have you seen the Terrifier clown? I I, yeah. I saw his image online, and that is the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just I don't. It's just something about weird, freaky shit like that. I don't want to. I, I won't go too far down this rabbit hole, just because I'd kind of. A topic I'd like to get to someday, maybe around Halloween, is like horror as a topic. Hell yeah, Like dude. kind of across oh, wow. media and whatever. Yeah. But like one thing I'll just sort of touch on that's like vaguely related to this is I don't know how familiar you guys are with analog horror. What is that? Which is basically this like thing that's a subgenre of horror that exists primarily only on YouTube. And the two biggest examples of it is this series done by this really talented Oh my god, you're about dude. to say the g- Green Finger guy. What? Salad fingers? No, that's like animation stuff. Oh, what I'm okay. saying so. This analog, the idea with analog horror is it's taking like out of date technology and sort of building horror around that. So kind of like if we were to watch a movie like The Blair Witch Project now. Yeah. What's freaky about The Blair Witch Project is that it's like VHS or whatever. VHS and like shot on tape, and it's not like prestige. It's like mm. the reason the modern Blair Witch movies don't work is because it's like 4K cameras and it mm. looks too good. Whereas there's something about these three people in the original Blair Witch Project walking around the woods and it's like 480p footage. And the details and not And you can't quite, really yeah. see yeah. what's in the distance. Maybe yeah. that was something, like this. that added freakiness to it. The two biz- biggest examples is one, this series called The Backrooms, which I'm sure if you guys saw the pictures of, you would know where it's the idea of like, there's this other like reality or dimension or space that kind of looks like office buildings. 
Oh, but I've like seen infinite, that. like it oh, never yeah, ends. Yeah. It's just infinitely going, like you know, yellow tinged light. Like what? Like, the back rooms? Is that yes, what that yeah. yeah, that's the back rooms where it's like the infinite, like space, okay. and it's just this idea of like getting lost in there and all this stuff. And this guy on YouTube, his name is Kane Pixels, has like a series where he basically makes. Some of them have like live action stuff, but a lot of them are CG. But it's like genuinely, legitimately, really well done, and it's a whole series of videos like about the like lore and stuff behind mm. this and like how there's like shit like monsters and stuff kind of in there that like start killing people and shit and the other freaky one which i'm less familiar with is this thing called the mandela catalog which is this fictional thing but they present it as real and then again to the analog part using like old shaky camera footage and like out of date audio sounding shit but it's the idea that there's this like county in the states called mandela county where people start going missing but they're also reporting seeing like doppelgangers of themselves, like oh, some skinwalker wow. type shit, but where their faces are like all fucked up. Like, so it's them, but like. Are you talking about what's been on like social media? Yes, if you've seen those oh Instagram God, videos where it's those. like a girl standing in her like bathroom and there's like a Dude, TV broadcast being I like, you know, love that. stay in your homes if you mm -hmm. see something that looks like you. And then yeah. she turns and looks oh, down her see. hallway Dude. and it's like it's... that same girl and she's got like a creepy ass fucking mm -hmm. grin you on her. You know what face. it is? It's it's like, yeah, it's exactly, it's like this. I saw this one of this like girl with brown hair and she's like washing her hair in the bathroom or whatever and she can hear the broadcast going on in her bedroom and she like they, they're together yeah, talking about the doppelganger thing and then like her lights turn off for a second and they turn back on and she like walks out to investigate and she sees like her corridor outside of her room and there's just like her smiling with the huge eyes and a big smile just like at the end of the hallway that's terrifying, it's terrifying. so it's like some like skinwalker like replacement I, like you know yeah, these like evil entity things that look like you, you know, like killing and, and it, replacing. And it's always and like crackly, like video, and it's like yeah. Really and cool. that's the thing with the analog horror stuff. And so I said that this wasn't going to be a whole thing, and then it turned into a whole thing. But what I'm trying to get is like, that's let's say paranormal adjacent because mm. it's not like ghosts necessarily, mm -hmm. but it's also just like weird, spooky, unexplainable, like unexplainable shit. And I specifically the backroom stuff that this guy on YouTube does, I am obsessed with it and just find it so interesting. And that's like, not to sound like a broken record here, but that's what I guess I like about the paranormal stuff. As somebody who doesn't really think about it and like mm. care about it or believe in it, I just find it interesting from the perspective of like, it's just so freaky. Why is it so freaky to us? Because your average person would sit around and probably be like, yeah, I don't believe in ghosts or anything. They're like, ah, oh, it's a little yeah. too far-fetched for me. And yet like, it's horrifying. And it's like, it well, is, you know, yeah. it's not real. You know, it's all like make believe, but it's like, why is it so like, it almost feels like there's something like built into us. You know what it is? That's like freaks us out about it. I think a part of it is that you've, we've net, no, none of us have ever, if you ask someone and they say, I don't believe in ghosts or whatever, it's because they haven't seen anything that would, they would think is a ghost. Right. So what's terrifying about it for, especially for people who don't believe in it is like, I've never seen what this looks like. And, and I can't say for certain that it doesn't exist. So the, the fact that, like, it could be out there, mm -hmm. that's, that's But also, if I were to give an alternate explanation, there's people who, like, are dead set. Like, they don't believe in ghosts and stuff. But yeah. the reason why stuff like horror movies still scare people is because we have, uh, like, a really good ability to, like, a really good imagination sort of Fill thing. Like, space. we can put, mm. especially when you're in the theater... Like, you get lost in mm. the movie kind right. of thing. That's so the, there's the suspension of disbelief there. Right. Yep. Where and it's like you get lost in this world. And also, what the, a lot of horror movies do this really good thing that play on, like, not really showing the creature until, like, very close to the end. Or mm -hmm. maybe, like, three-fourths the way in. Yeah. Because the anticipation and not having seen it and, like, seeing little things and hearing little things, like, 
yeah. our imagination, like you, you're saying, like it fills in the space and yeah. it allows us to kind of like start thinking of what it may look like. And that's sometimes scarier than what it actually looks like in the movie is like the thought of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess that's a good way of putting it, Patrick, that it is like sometimes just your imagination running wild where it's, even, it's yeah. the same thing in real life of like the amount of times I've been walking somewhere in the dark, whether it's at night on a street or like in my own freaking house and you look in like a dark corner of a room or whatever. Yeah. And for like half a second, like your mind tricks you into maybe seeing something move. Or even if it doesn't, you're just staring at a dark corner of the room. Yeah. Then you start thinking about it and you're like, fuck, dude. Is there something in that dark yeah, corner? Yeah. There's probably nothing, something in that dark corner. I'm going to run up the stairs and go to bed now. Like, mm. yeah. I guess there is that like human imagination element to it that just freaks us out. You guys ever do yeah. this thing where there is that moment where you're in your room and you see like a pile of clothes and you're like, is that a figure? Is that a person? Mm. Is that a head or whatever? Mm. And sometimes like, I haven't done this in a long time because I feel like I've gotten better at controlling my own emotions and like <laughs> mental state. But sometimes like my mind would be like, all right, think about it. Think about it. Think about this. Think about that. Like I would just go down a downward spiral of like imagining it going more and more intense. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'm in my car and this happens to this day, like not very often, but sometimes I'm in my car and I'm just thinking about, oh, like, is there someone in my back seat? And, like, no. I open the windows because I just need to feel the breeze of air <laughs> on my face. And, like, I turn up the music or I call, like, I call Malcolm, for example, sometimes where I'm like, yeah, I just, I'm just driving home. I just need to That's feel the thing. silence. That's what I'm saying, where it's like, it's, or what you were saying, I guess, where it's like, we just get in our own heads yeah, and, like, exactly. freak ourselves out about it. I thought Patrick was actually, I thought Patrick actually wanted to talk. It turns out he just wanted some, some comfort. Exactly. He wanted, he wanted, <laughs> it doesn't company. happen, it doesn't happen very often. He and wanted a record to be kept so that if he got abducted by some fucking yeah. ghoul, that there'd be at least, like, somebody on the line that could tell yeah. the police and be like, I don't, it sounded like, you know, he was being possessed or invaded oh or something. Oh my God. Good Lord. But anyways, thanks for scaring the shit out of me, Malcolm. That's mm-hmm. that's great. Thanks for thanks for thanks for doing that. I'm not gonna sleep tonight. Now moving on to Baldrick Fahim. Baldrick, take it away. I don't like how you were confused for like four <laughs> seconds there, not knowing what's happening. Yeah, I had to I had to point at him and be like, hey, point up, do something about Patrick. No, but even when you signaled, like he was like. I'm trying to like imagine what <laughs> you're still that, thinking about what the could that signal mean <laughs> yeah. yeah so what i want to know from you guys is um fire away yeah so i'm trying to think of how to word this go for it when you guys are with someone who's like a potential partner mm-hmm. like a potential you know girlfriend romantic interest um how long does that honeymoon phase last usually, you think? Now, describe honeymoon phase for me. Like where it's like you're not really like flagging anything. I feel like I just gave away that on <laughs> 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 Where you're not really flagging anything, where it's like you're just trying to, you're just enjoying the vibes, right? Sure. Sure. How long does that usually last? Because for me, that's maybe after the first encounter you're saying this is in a relationship no no, no when you that? when you start talking to somebody when Honestly? you start talking well isn't but honeymoon phase is usually applied to like relationships it that's is that's true uh i guess in my perception there's also a phase where like you start talking to somebody and like you you brush off sure mm. yes things. i get what i didn't saying. mean to say honeymoon uh, not, but, 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 but that works i get it, what you're but, saying but, but even that even then to me i think about like like in a in a relationship, there is still a honeymoon phase where you are ignoring things a little bit. Yeah. Maybe you are rationalizing things and being like, "Oh, it's not going to be ever a problem. It's, it's all good." Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like 
I can't answer your question without thinking about the relationship part of it too. Because to me, it usually extends into the relation. It's it's extended into the relationship. Oh, so it lasts a pretty substantial. A long time, time, yeah. A long time before I, like, there are little things that you might say like, oh, this thing I don't like, this thing that thing I don't like. Yeah. But to me, it's like, I would probably guess and say that at least maybe a month of like Mm. being around this person, hanging out with this person before you start to even think about things that could bother you. Like to me, it's really like, like to me, I think personally, because I'm, I'm, I'm someone who's like, I'm a romantic type. And if I'm in a really, if I'm in like a situationship or a relationship with someone, I'm you like said situationship. Who didn't like did. that word? I, did, I didn't like, you it. Didn't I don't like know, but I also word. don't like it. He said that and yeah, for yeah. a split second. I was like, mm, angry. Honestly, <laughs> it's, it's definitely not a word. So that why'd I like you use, use it? Because I think it fits actually pretty well. Oh, okay. Cause it, it, other than descri- me just being like, Oh, someone I'm talking to, but not officially date. Just say situation. He's you know? become, <laughs> he's become one of them. I have become one of them. But, but to me, it's like the situationship or just meeting someone, talking to them, getting to know them, and then starting to date them. To me, that kind of like honeymoon phase that you're talking about stretches yeah. from when I meet them until maybe like, you know, a month or two of like actually being around them all the time. Yeah. Then I feel like at some point then I would start thinking more rationally. Mm-hmm. Well, this could be a whole thing, but I want to steer us more towards like once you're out of that phase, what yeah. are the things you guys sort of look at? for lack of a better word, like red flags mm. in people. Like, what are things that you dislike? When it pops up, it's like, oh, where do we start? Where do we begin? Uh, Big topic. Yeah. I'm going to go off of a girl I was talking to before, Isabel. Okay. Mm. Um, to be clear, he is not talking about Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, I went with her, I think, maybe like six or seven times. And the first couple times, we didn't really get into... Like very much conversating like about about her interests or like I didn't really get to know her that well until mm. like the next couple of dates. The, impl- the so implication, yeah, we all know what the implication <laughs> was. For those uh, honestly, my my guess was when you said that I was like the first couple of times was just like a physical attraction type thing, and not because mm. you said we didn't talk, we didn't have conversations we didn't talk about it. Like, no, so. we did talk, but like it, it took a little while to get to know her and like the kind of things sure. that would annoy me. So what were the first okay. what were the first two times like? And then was it kind of like kind of like. It was, a little, it was a little awkward at first, but like, was it just, was first, just being polite? Time, I think basically? we went to the ROM and like just kind of got to oh, know cute. each other. And this was the girl directly before Bella. You don't have to say if you don't want to, but sure. I don't. I don't remember. This okay. is why he's the pure sex appeal. This is why he's Dude, the, he fucking the sex man. He's just with him, and then he's like, I don't even remember you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, it wasn't until I don't even remember like, who I you think are. The fifth date yeah. and talking to her over FaceTime is when I realized mm, I can't deal with this kind of person. Why? What did what she happened? do? Mm. She was unreasonable. She was completely unreasonable and I think why I couldn't deal with it was because she was crying and like sometimes if a girl cries I go, oh, like it's okay. Like I'm there to comfort her but in this scenario, <laughs> oh my goodness. in this scenario I was like, your red flag is crying? <laughs> no, 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 wait. <laughs> in this scenario my red flag was crying because she was crying over my opinion. Oh, I, oh wow. this was the girl that you went to Brampton to skate with? Yeah. <laughs> and she was crying because we were disagreeing about about something with the feminist movement, which did happen. Okay. And okay. she started, she got real upset. She just got quiet for like a minute. And I was like, why are you so quiet? And she's like, I just see you as a completely different person now. Like, I can't believe this is you. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then she started crying. She started oh, crying wow. on FaceTime. And I was just, That's crazy. I, wasn't, I was just sitting there like with a straight face, just waiting for it to end. Can yeah. I say something, it, uh, Patrick? When you said that, when you were like Malcolm, your red flags is crying. I just imagine him being like, "Yeah, so like, 
this liquid started coming out of her eyes like he's an alien, like he's an alien, like he's an alien and he doesn't know what it is. And he's like, and then she started making a weird face. And yeah, she, I just hate when that happens when girls do that. It's so weird. Mima died and she broke down and yeah, that yeah. just wasn't doing it. For I, her. I know you stop being such a little. <laughs> I know you're probably not going to remember, but it just begs the question: What on earth were you guys talking about for to cry? On FaceTime, like, oh, I see you as a completely different person. Well, he's saying it was like a, it was like a social issue or whatever. Just, and then, yeah, but just, what exactly about femi- very, feminism made her cry? She was just very, very liberal. And she, she was telling me how she really agreed with the uh, in Quebec when COVID was around taxing everyone that wasn't vaccinated. Okay. And we also disagreed on that. And I told her how stupid I thought that was, and that also made her very upset. Mm. And it made her cry. Uh, I think it might. That one might have made her I, cry. I as well. feel like. What, whatever whatever her political leanings are, I feel like she doesn't encounter many people who disagree with her. Yeah. So it's like, and, yeah, and that's crazy. It's to a point where she's talking to someone who she disagrees with and she can't handle it. It's so foreign to her that she breaks out into tears, Matthew. Red flag. That, that is, is red indeed flag. a red flag. When it comes to red flags, I mean, like I said earlier, where do you even start? Like there's so many things. Mm-hmm. I feel like, there's obvious things like what Malcolm's kind of describing or like just general like, you know, like cra- like literal crazy behaviors. Like I'm saying insane <laughs> things that like would like drive you away. But in terms yeah. of like slightly more, I guess, mundane, mm. but realistic, lighthearted, like kind of red flags. There's some that jump out to me like time management is one of them. So you're, saying mm. if, so you're saying if Patrick and I were females, you would not be interested. I would not be interested in you guys. Yeah, because like I'm somebody who I always say... I'm like, not going to lie to you. My time management has been on point yeah. this semester. But okay, hold on. When I say time management, though, I'm saying like that means like I always make the joke that I say I run like the Japanese transit system. Where <laughs> I am like to the fucking bullet. second. I am a yeah. bullet train. Like I am... If I say I'm going to be there at like one, if I tell you I'm going to be somewhere at like 107, I'm there at like 106 and and 30 seconds. And Patrick's, and I can corroborate that. Yeah, yeah. He is like that. And I'm more like a a flight and I'm always delayed. Yes. And that's what I was going to say is like what annoys me specifically about you guys. I mean, we've talked about this over the years, but like, is the color of our skin. Is the color (laughs) of our skin. Oh my God. No, please. (laughs) No, it's like if you guys are. If any of you guys aren't ready for something or like how I always say that I'm the kind of person where if you guys tell me like, oh, I'm going to come pick you up. I immediately put my coat on, my shoes are on, and I'm standing at my front door Dude. looking through the peephole yeah, yeah, yeah. waiting to see your guys' car pull up. But I know you fucking guys. You guys <laughs> yeah, are the people yeah. where if I'm like, hey, I'm going to be there. And it doesn't matter how much heads up notice and time I give you, you guys will still, I'll Dude. get there and be like, I'm here. And you're like, okay, I got to grab my coat. I I'm going to take a quick drink. Here's the thing. I'm going to piss. I'm going to put my shoes I, on. I have to, I have to disagree in a, in a little bit of a way because to me, it depends on what the thing is. If it's just like, we're hanging out like we usually do. Maybe we're just watching a movie at someone's, someone's house. Maybe my punctuality is not great. But if, if I'm very excited about something, if we're going out to a thing and we're all very excited about it. Yeah. I'd say the the vast majority of the time I'm like I'm waiting I'm waiting ready because I'm excited for it but most of the time I'm just kind of like whatever. But what I'm saying is just overall and in terms of more of a like relationship status kind of thing like being on time or like respectful of my time, my partner's own time and like other people's time at large is like a thing for me where if mm-hmm. you if like I would have a very hard time being with the kind of person who was like, you know, an hour late for shit like regularly not once yeah, in a while like oh my car didn't start today or like oh this like family emergency came up but like hey i'm gonna be an hour late because i'm a piece of shit yeah like somebody who's consistently not 
yeah. respectful of again their time and the people around them's kind of time. That for me I never jumps thought about out. That before. Can I can I throw in a red flag for myself? Yes, please. So to me, one of the biggest things. I think that that's necessary for a relationship is like proper communication, like actually talking to each other about shit that bothers you. Mm-hmm. So the, the one of the fucking biggest red flags to me, and I've met people like this, they just don't talk about how they're feeling. It's all like playing games and it's all like mm-hmm. hiding stuff. Like one thing that I really like is being open about how I'm feeling and I, and I wear my heart on my sleeve and I talk about things that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And when I'm, you know, engaging with someone who is the opposite of that and is very like closed book, to me, it drives me crazy. It's like, this could be so easy and we could just like move past this, you know, conversation in, in two minutes. But because of the lack of communication from this one side, it's going to take like, you know, a week mm-hmm. of like figuring it out, you know? Yeah, I hear that. I never thought about those. Um, well, specifically what Maddie was saying, more so, but less so. Okay. Uh, what you're saying. For me, I have a few red flags written down. One of them I I've said to you guys before, and I don't like. I'm gonna phrase it the way I usually phrase it, and then I'm gonna change the phrasing because I don't like the way I phrase it, which is like intelligence. Mm. But that always makes me. I, I hate saying that because I'm not like this, like a crazy smart guy or anything. You're not winning a Nobel Prize. I'm not winning a Nobel Prize over here, so that's why I don't want to put it that way. I would say like I don't like like a, a red flag for me is like shallow, like people who are sure. shallow. Sure. So I've already told you guys the story, but you know the girl who. Um, I was out with, and she had thought that China was next to Brazil. <laughs> oh, no. And um, she had some opinions about brown people. We don't oh, need to. We don't also, also by the way, yeah. like, if she got a, if she got something that's kind of like not common knowledge wrong, yeah. like like where Bolivia is with res- like in relation to another 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 random country, that's, yeah. that's different. Like Georgia. Yeah, like Georgia. Like Georgia. Exactly. <laughs> but we but even with Georgia, like we were all in the ballpark. Yeah. But literally, like South America and Asia, Shit. that's that's too, that's unforgivable. That's that's, it's, it's crazy. No, but South America and Asia, that's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Because we were talking, and the reason why I couldn't move past it is because I was like I I can't remember exactly what it was, but she w- she jumped into what I was saying. She's like. Oh, that's perfect because like they're right next to each other, and oh, I. She was confident. She was. She, she said it with in. confidence, and she was like, "That's perfect, Patrick." And I was like, "I, I actually laughed in her face. I <laughs> for real, I for real couldn't hold myself <laughs> oh my back God. from laughing. It was insane. Jesus. Well, but I get what you're saying. Where yeah, when you phrase it as like oh intelligence or like a lack of intelligence yeah. as a red flag, I get that that sounds a little like maybe like dickish than you yeah. intended to no, be. No. But I get what you're saying in the term in the sense of like That's why I think shallow is a better word. Sh- well I guess but like what I get what you're saying about like, you know, it's a red flag to somebody who's like not particularly like not even book smart's the right word, but just like not like aware, aware of is things. what I'm saying. Like yeah. shallow. Like okay. I don't know if to me that's what that means, but Yeah. Um, or or like yeah. the kind of idea of like I mean I've always, I've I've cited the cited this before, but like the kind of valley girl idea or like being very vapid and mm-hmm. kind of like airheaded, I guess is the mm. idea. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's another way of putting it. And it's yeah, when it when it's someone like that, it's an indicator to me that I can't really um Get along with them. Get along, but in the sense of I can't discuss things with yeah, them. Yeah, you can't relate to them. I can't really relate to them. We can't have deeper conversation. Yeah. I'm not saying that's such a no, but honestly, I, generalization, I, but yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I understand your your trepidation with saying that it's like you don't want to make it seem like you're, oh, you're superior. and No, whatever. yeah, that's definitely but, not what I'm trying to like but, give off here. But I think yeah. at the same time, you should you should also still be clear that honestly, 
that type of person is not just is not going to be on your level conversationally. Like, as, like even if you try to force it, like yeah. they're never going to be able to keep up with you conversationally. Mm-hmm. Well, it's she's still the perfect example because in the very brief amount of time we spent together, there are stuff three like, years. Yeah, three years. The very brief. Of that. You fucking that 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 thing happened. That that South America Asia thing happened day one, and he when he proceeded to be with her for another two and a half years. Later. No, yeah, we would. I would try to bring things up, and the um, embodiment of what you're saying, Mark, is she would reply saying like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, she or can, like she can't elaborate. Uh, yeah, she can't elaborate. It's just like one liners. Just trying to move the conversation along, kind of. Thing. I think a part of it is that she has like, she probably doesn't think about any of that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and has so when you bring it up, she has no thoughts on the matter anyway. Exactly. So yeah. she's just trying to like just listen and, I, I don't know, maybe just trying to escape it. I guess that's what it seems like to me. And I don't. I mean, let me know if you want to keep talking about that particular thing. But I, I wanted yeah. to throw in another another red flag. Go for of it. Mine. Yeah. Um. To me, it's like lacking a sense of humor. And lacking a, mm. like the ability to just like banter mm. back and forth yeah. and just be goofy. The ability to be goofy is so fucking valuable to me. Of like, I don't know. Sometimes I hang out with certain people, or and there's like a, a long stretch of time of just like serious, straightforward conversation. And it just gets like very boring after a while. And it's like, yeah. let's just be silly every once in a while and just you know talk talk shit. Yeah. I think I think that that's fair. What Mark's saying. I think it's kind of underrated that goofy side of yeah. someone. I don't think. I have any friends that I'm not really goofy with or joke around. Because with you wouldn't all, be yes. friends with people who not, are like not are like super serious all the time. Yeah, I, couldn't, so, I couldn't be someone who can't take a joke. Like the girl Malcolm brought up, who cried about. I don't even know what you guys were talking about with regards to feminism, but like <laughs> her, like you, you wouldn't be able to make any sort of joke no, around no her. Jokes. So it's someone who can't, like Mark's saying, like who doesn't have that goofy side and who will take you seriously no matter what you say. Well, you can't. Or it could, the other side could be they they're offended by it. I don't know. No, what I was just gonna say is like generally the way I think about it is like how often are you? Well, I guess I would ask you guys in the way I think about it is like how often are you truly serious? Because that's my thing. I live a very like laid back, goofy, like make jokes about everything, laugh at everything kind of lifestyle. Like I'm very rarely serious in quotes mm-hmm. about things i'm serious I, I, whenever i'm not around you guys interesting <laughs> Honestly, no no but i'm saying even in your day-to-day life if you're like at work or like talking yeah. to people at school that aren't us like are you yes. are you like seriously like very like kind of solemn and like you know the we're having th- a conversation is, about something or are you just yeah. yourself of like you know hey man what's up blah 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 blah, blah. like that's what i'm saying where it's like yeah. i'm very rarely hmm. serious with anybody in my life, whether it's complete strangers, you guys, family, whoever, unless it's like if we were having, if we were going to have like a serious conversation about something mm. or a discussion, that's one thing. But even in those, I'll throw in some little goofy things or bits of humor there. So mm. it's like being people that are very like lighthearted and kind of humorous overall. I think to Mark's point, it's like that would definitely stick out as a downside in a partner who is like very always serious, yeah. always locked in and not even like can't take a joke kind of thing, but mm-hmm. it's literally just like everything they talk about is like, yeah, you know, they're never like, Oh, it's like, look at that stupid thing over there. Yeah, or like, yeah. you know, look at that guy's dumb hat. Like if you're walking yeah. out in the street, Honestly, like it's always locked in of like, dude, you're right. Serious business <laughs> all the time. I've, like, have, I've had people, be, I've had people say something to me where I'm like, Oh, look at that stupid hat. That guy's wearing. That looks so terrible. And then they'll be like, 
well, I mean, he, I'm sure he like. I'm sure it's fine. Like, it's not That's a big me. deal. That's I'm like, who I am. dude, like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, yeah. I mean, Patrick's done that every once in a while. Yeah. But yeah, to me, it's like sometimes I joke around and I want it to be taken as such. It's just like we're just being silly. Yeah. But there are some people who are just gonna like. I'm not saying Patrick necessarily, but there you are can some. Say it. I mean, but not not always. Sometimes not always, you'll, you'll yeah. like laugh around with me too. Yeah. But yeah, there are some people who just won't follow you to the jokey place. They'll just be like, they take what you said as a statement, not as a joke. Mm-hmm. So it's like very like, oh, that's not nice to say. It's like I'm just being silly. Like I'm not. I don't hate the. Per- I don't hate this person or dislike this person. It's just like. Yeah, you know. it's just that's the thing too, where it's like, it's definitely something I personally value, and like thankfully, uh, with my lady friend now, like her and I do you know laugh together constantly and are like always joking about shit and it's like we've had more like serious conversations about stuff but like it's not like everything is like this constant like mm. you know mm-hmm. buttoned up like you know it's like throw your hair mm. back every once in a while you, you, kick your <laughs> sneakers off you know yeah. dip your toe in the dip pool. your toe in the pool what i was gonna say because you asked the question of like when are we serious in our lives personally to me it's like I'm always very serious when it comes to something that I'm passionate about. If I'm talking about something that I'm I'm really passionate about, I'm likely not going to be like jokey about it. Like I'll be like very straightforward about like, well, this is amazing. This is why I love it, whatever it is. And then also when it comes to like, I guess, and I'm sure all of you guys are the same way when it comes to like career stuff. I don't okay. really, I don't really take that more jokey or lighthearted. Mm-hmm. I take that as like, I have to be serious about this. This is a responsibility that I have to figure out what I'm going to do and how I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but that, I feel like those are two separate things where it's like, that's you personally being like serious about this important thing. But I'm just saying, when I say like, how often are you serious in your life? I just mean like in terms of like day to day, day to day and like acting and stuff. And that's what I was saying to Patrick where he's like, when I'm not around you guys, I'm like more serious. And to me, it's like, but even at work, like granted a lot of people I work with, I'm like friendly enough with, but it's like people at work or, you know, people I just encounter in my day to day. Like I'm never like my instinct is never to go in like serious or with like, you know, this is an important thing or blah, blah. It's always like a lighthearted kind of like, hey, what's up? Like, blah, 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 you know, like, you know, what? I think screwing to me, around to me, I think it depends on if I like the person that I'm hanging out with. Like, I feel like sometimes if I'm not I don't like the people that I'm around, I'll be more serious because I'm not like. I don't know. I can't really relax and be comfortable and, and be my natural, like, just, like, fool around self. Mm-hmm. If I'm around someone who I'm just not comfortable with, then I, I might just be more straightforward and boring and serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to steer us back here. For, I was about sure. to toss out yeah. another red flag. I'll go for that it. One. No, no, no. Yeah, go for it. I was going to say green flag, but let's keep oh, talking about okay. red flags. Interesting. After Maddie's, we can talk about green flags. Yeah, I'd like to. Go ahead. I kind of want to hear your green flag. No, I mean, we're let's keep it Let's keep okay, it the same. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Red flags. Um, This is going to come off. Hmm. condescending not condescending this is going to come off maybe more judgmental than i intended to let's say mm-hmm. but it's also you know it's red flags and that's kind of the whole dude thing. that's I'm, the whole I'm so point sorry. <laughs> my back is killing me i don't know like it's really in pain go do some stretches we'll yeah it's it okay do okay. you want us to, to pop? no no it's okay no okay. i was gonna say let him do some stretches we'll keep going <laughs> um what i was gonna say is like i also a red flag to me is i guess how people like treat themselves or take care of themselves and i know that's a very broad statement but Mm -hmm. like people who don't like take care of themselves is a red flag for me and i mean that in like a physical and an emotional sense who don't brush their teeth you're saying sure like that's a physical example of like oh you don't brush your teeth like what's wrong with you or or somebody it's like i personally am not into like oh like if you're like a heavy smoker or something like Mm. that like that doesn't do it for me yes but even in like an emotional yeah but like even in an emotional sense where it's like if you don't take care of yourself 
this kind of goes into what we were saying about the serious thing and the humor thing where it's like I definitely am somebody who like takes time for themselves to like just unwind and like sit around playing a video game or reading a comic book or just listening to a podcast or watching TV. And I feel like if like it's that it would be a red flag for me to have a partner who like can't take that time to like turn off kind of thing. Mm. Like they're always in the middle of doing something or working or, you know, this, that, and the other thing. It's like someone who can't really slow it down. Somebody who can't slow it down. And again, it goes into like the can't take care of themselves thing, Mm. be it emotional or physical. Like to me, it's like you got to be able to like. You're saying if the engine is at full capacity, that's going to hurt them eventually. Yeah. Like you got to be able to take care of yourself physically, literally, like obviously, Mm. you know, brush your teeth, like, you know, shower, shower, eat, hopefully relatively healthy. Like try to stay active. Like, you know, don't be, that's something Smoking I can like, you know, mm. 20 it, packs of freaking Marlboro a day. What yes. I'm imagining is like you, this person that you're saying would be a red flag is someone who's just always like, always like seems to be like a train wreck. Like everything, there's a lot shit of coming at them. They're like trying to figure everything out and they're never just like relaxing, doing it's, their own thing. It's not even a train wreck thing. Even if it's somebody who like their life is going good. But if it's somebody who, let's say, like doesn't have a work life balance thing. And again, this gets okay. into more the emotional taking care of themselves than the literal physical. But like. Mm. Somebody who's, let's say, like, always working, it's always go, 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 and, like, doesn't take that time to, like, unwind and sort of relieve that stress and isn't taking care of their mental health, let's say. Mm -hmm. Like, that to me is a similar thing of, like, you're not, like, you're not taking care of yourself in that emotional sense. So how are they going to take care of you? Well, it's not even so much (laughs) that, but it's, like, how are we going to, like... You know, I want somebody, and again, with my girlfriend right now, I'm lucky enough where it's like... <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm still looking for somebody. No, <laughs> still, I can't. She's not doing it. No, it's like, I'm, again, very fortunate and lucky with her where, like, she does work a lot with her job right now. But, like, her and I will hang out. And it's like, what are we going to do right now? Absolutely nothing. We're going to just sit around and, like, watch TV or shoot the shit or, you know, whatever. So it's Absolutely like... Absolutely nothing. That's... What I, like, appreciate in her is that, like, she has that, like, ability to sort of, like, wind down yes. and just, mm. like, take care, take that sort of reprieve. Yes. I have one more Please. before we go into green I also flags. have another one. I have another one. Okay. Well, we'll keep going with the red flags a little longer. Uh, this is, like, no shade against people who are what no, no, I'm no, about no, to say. No, no, Here no. Sh- sh- shade on them. He's going to say furries. No, I was going to say crystal girls. Oh, my uh, goodness. There we go. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and the... Uh, were you thinking you that too? You yeah, were you, gonna, were you gonna say that? No, I was just gonna say I actually had a conversation about Crystal Girls the other day with some girls and Who are a couple girls? other guys that I was sitting with. No, that aren't Crystal Girls. Oh, okay. Apparently yeah. they have they've never heard of them. They don't know. What they don't girls know are. how. Okay, the only thing with Crystal Girls to me is it's because of the experience I've had. Sure. So, and I feel like just to, to, yeah. to elaborate quickly by Crystal Girls, you mean like people who are into like. Like, not, like, passively, but, like, seriously, legitimately seriously, believe legitimate. in, like, astrology? astrology or, like, you yes. know, this crystal around my neck is giving me, like, healing properties. Like, yes. that kind of stuff. Or, like, one of our crystal fri- in my bra is, like, one of our, something for me. Yeah. One of our friends told us a really funny story. Um, shout out to Joey. He's in Europe right now. Uh, he was like, oh, I was talking to this crystal girl. And um, it was just casual. Like, we were texting each other, and she told me to come over. And I was like, okay, for like, cool. Like, yeah, I'll come over. So he goes over to her house and he walks into her room and he sees a bunch of crystals everywhere. And he sits down and she comes up in front of him and she's smiling. <laughs> and she goes, do you want to know? She goes, do you want to know how I knew you would come? And he goes, what? And she goes, she's holding a crystal. She goes, 
this crystal told me you would. Oh, my oh God. no. Honestly, at that point... I'm terrified. At that point, that I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the next thing that would happen is, the, like, the door's lock. Oh, my God. <laughs> he turns around and there's, like, eight he, bolts yeah, on yeah, the door. He proceeds to do something that is very... Um, and I don't really usually say this word, but baller-esque. Here like, we go. Admirable. Admirable. Uh, he claims that he, she said that, and he goes, well... He, he says this. He goes... Uh, I, I bet the crystal didn't tell you this. And then he walks out and leaves. <laughs> There's no way he did that. I, I really want to believe he did that oh because that's just... I liked just, it as well. Yes, yes. So, uh, you're, uh, you're red flag, yes. Yeah, yeah. I also think that... I also agree with that red flag. But mine that I wanted to mention, and this is the last one I'll mention, but mm-hmm. it's someone who has, like, nothing that they're passionate about or that they care about. Mm-hmm. You ever meet someone and they're just kind of like... They don't... They have a I don't give a shit attitude about everything. Mm-hmm. Like, they have yeah. no, like, personal hobbies or things that they really love it's just like yeah that's eh, all right i don't love that but i don't hate it it's kind of like, like yeah, they have nothing going on you're saying yeah everything's kind of down the middle like not, they're, they're not like they have no enthusiasm like i love being around people who are like enthusiastic about shit mm-hmm. like maddie will be like super enthusiastic about movies and video games especially you'll be really enthusiastic about a philosophical idea or whatever it is like malcolm will be really enthusiastic about sports with me like with mma and stuff and i just like being around people who really like certain things and like will make it a hobby of theirs but I've met certain people who just don't have any personal hobbies and don't have any personal... You're going to be upset with me now because I'm going to play devil's advocate. Okay. But do you feel like like I'm really having a hard time imagining someone who has... Doesn't? ...no interest? Like, is is it possible that maybe you just don't know them that well? Possibly, but I'm saying, like, when you have conversations with someone about... Like, if I'm telling someone about my interests and and I'm something I'm enthusiastic about and they're not, like, and I'm asking them about what they're enthusiastic about and they're not really... There's no energy there. They're like, oh, I guess I kind of like this. And like, there's just no passion, I think. I see. I'm sure like they're, they have interest and maybe if I got to know them more, they are more interested in certain yeah. things. But like, yeah, I don't know. People who are passionate is something that is a green flag for me. Mm. Part of it with Mark's thing too is I feel like it could also be a thing of like if they have interests that like aren't what Mark's into. Like if you went to somebody mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, what are you like? You watching like good TV shows lately, and they're like, "No, they're like, mm-hmm. have you checked out like King Botch though on like TikTok or whatever?" Yeah. And they're like really passionate about that. And Mark's like, "What? Like, <laughs> still no, still a red flag." Yeah, like Mark's like, "The fuck? Like this person's got nothing." Yeah, yeah, that was funny. I wonder in all of this, mm-hmm. uh, just because we've all been tossing out theirs, I would be curious to know. And I've spoken. Has, wait, has Malcolm said a red flag yet? Yeah. No. Oh, Malcolm, well, you gotta throw one in, dude. touch on the first one yeah. in the beginning? I haven't even thought of any. Oh, this. crying. Yeah, he talked about, yeah, he's talking about... The crying. Um, the crying. Being, like, being overly sensitive. <laughs> he's the one that kicked us off, actually. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You mentioned that one. No, but I was gonna say I am in- would be interested, and I've, like, talked with, you know, my lady friend and also other friends of mine who are girls about this, but, like, what their red flags are for guys. Because mm. I feel like we're all just Bro, tossing out Bro, we need a female ones. on this podcast, seriously. We Eventually, need, like, the other yes. side. But what I'm saying is, like, guys. we're tossing out, like, you know, oh, like, we don't like girl, we don't like crystal girls, for example, or, like, that's a, like, yeah. red flag kind of thing. And I yeah. would be interested to know, like... I don't like in, jock guys. In, yeah, in the reverse, <laughs> if there are women who are like, oh, my God, like, he watches so much sports, like, that's a red mm. flag, or, like... Or he's an anime dude. Or, yeah, oh, like, anime dude is probably one of them. Oh, my God. There's so many girls I've talked to who are, like... They're like scared of people uh, oh, who like, like anime because they associate that with hentai. Oh my god! Oh yeah, I, that and then also I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people will associate 
someone who's really into anime with being like gross and greasy and like mm-hmm. kind of like a hermit person and the not stereotypical someone... weeb. Yeah, yeah and not... it would be it would be unfortunate if they met Matthew to confirm those beliefs. Yeah, no, no, they, no, they no, could no. they could meet me and they could see that it's not all. How dare they could see... <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, I was gonna say like if the, if you want to change their minds, don't let them meet Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing where it's like I would just it'd be interested to see like what things girls would toss out of like oh my god like you know like you mentioned like guys who are into this or yeah. you know into that i see thing. guys sometimes just on the anime thing who's like they're i was walking through the library today and there's a couple people who their uh wallpaper on their laptop was like an anime girl with massive breasts bro let's go that has to be a red flag for girls on guys oh 100 100 percent for sure i don't know if there's ever been a girl who walks by that and goes i like that yeah what's going on there <laughs> i'm all about it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just to end us off here i'll say the green flag sure. that i was thinking of and this is i feel really uh basic and something most people would want but just anyone who doesn't have um of like a, a desire to um, climb the ladder so to speak mm. like anyone who's and i know i'm saying i think most people want this but there are many people who i've met who are okay where they are in their life and they have it seems as though they have no aspiration for like to have more for domination and like like they're kind of like free spirit domination that i'm saying like they don't How have are you saying no, i'm saying <laughs> i'm saying like they don't have an aspiration to like dominate other people and be like kind of climb over other people and, i see i see it's not that like, they have a lack of ambition yeah. it's just that they don't necessarily like like they're okay with life as it is yes whereas they don't need to like be the boss and like yeah. you know ladder so, climb and so you know would you say that someone who's like has like a really you know intense competitive fire within them and who wants to kind of like beat out everybody else is not something that you're into with with a partner like someone who has that kind of energy about them. I want I want to be with someone who wants to climb the, like the ladder so to speak oh, oh this is wait a, dude you're saying Patrick, you're just, into this Patrick, just, yes. so, just so you know oh. every, every, everyone who's been listening including us have thought you were talking about that as a negative but I said yeah. this is a green flag yeah, you no, did like, but, but the way you, said, you then went on to phrase it no, no, of like no. ladder climbing or no whatever. but not even that Patrick you Patrick you said a green flag. Malcolm understood me, by the way. I know, but you're, but what you literally said is a green flag. Someone who doesn't, um, someone who doesn't have ambition. have a have a ladder climbing mentality. You said someone who doesn't is a green flag. No, no, no. I said this is a green. F- okay, that's what you said. We, we don't need to go. We've back. been confused here, but <laughs> that's what you're okay. Saying the point, is the, you are. What's important is we're not confused now. You want somebody who has that yes, ambition. Yes, I want someone who has that ambition. I want to grow with somebody. Sure. And, um. I thought, you, I thought you were just uh, the whole time I was like agreeing I was like yeah honestly I do like someone who's more like laid back and content with their yeah. lives and, and, and they're happy and free spirited as opposed to someone who like wants to like crush their enemies and like kind of climb the ladder but I'm not even you're thinking of it in, in a different way like I was not I, like if you yeah, didn't yeah. say that I would have not phrased it that I way understand, to but me I, it's I thought that's what how you were trying to paint it yeah, at first yeah. of like someone who's like too much with the competitiveness as well. yeah and I'm not even thinking about competitiveness I'm just thinking like someone who for themselves they want to um thrive thrive exactly thank you i was looking for a, a good word to use there yeah so like thrive so and, someone i can thrive with kind and of i understand i understand that because to me that would also symbolize or signify someone that really cares about themselves and their future yeah and that's someone you'd want to be with you don't want to be with someone who like doesn't give a shit what they're doing in their life and it's just kind of like yeah but i want to make a really clear delineation between sure. someone who wants to quote-unquote thrive versus yep. someone who's in their life and they're okay with how their life is and it they might have good reason. Like this particular person could be, I don't know, the top in the top 1% of people who 
like their family is super rich or something so they're okay but like there are people who are like maybe in the middle class who are okay where that might not be the same sort of mindset kind of thing if that makes sense that doesn't make sense (laughs) not really following to be honest okay so i said people who are okay where they are and what i was trying to say was you need to take that within the context so i'm not saying people who are okay where they're where they are that's a red flag Mm -hmm. because someone could be okay where they are and they're in a really good place oh fair enough does that that make sense i understand what you're saying yeah so Let's just stop fucking talking about this. <laughs> if you ain't, I get it. If you ain't booting, you ain't scooting. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what? I wanted to think of some, some random fucking bullshit to spew, but I couldn't think of anything. I'm not really good on my feet to be honest. Maddie, you know what? Just take us away. I'd like to take us down a lighthearted route for my topic today and just play a bit of a fun hypothetical game with you I don't guys. permit this. Okay. Well, then let's talk about uh, something serious and depressing. <laughs> Here's what I'd like to talk about to you guys today. Let's say, and I've thought about this, the four of us are presented with a scenario oh, no. where we all suddenly swap bodies. Ooh. Wow. Who would we pick and why? Is that the topic? I well, I already kind of thought about how I think the swap would work. Okay. Like in terms of the logistics, it's a question of then like what happens afterwards. That's what I want to get into. So here's what I'm thinking: Mark and Patrick can't swap because you're both Egyptian and come from the same <laughs> like familial background and like culture and all so? that. So it's too similar. Yeah, but our lives to switch into. And for Malcolm and me, it's a slightly oh. similar thing. So right off the bat, Malcolm and I can't swap. And you two, you and wait, wait, Malcolm wait, wait. is a similar. I don't thing. understand. Are you, are you talking about like heritage? Like culturally, yes. Malcolm and I have like similar. Like he's half South American. Okay, that's I the think, one are you delineating about, like, thing. Home life. Sure. Also that where it's like there's just there's more similarities between Malcolm and me and you two than there are between like us the other way, which is why that's okay. how, when I started thinking about this. I was okay. like, okay, well, it wouldn't be so, as interesting if we swap. <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking. So just two choices then for each of us. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head in the scenario I'm proposing to you guys i have swapped bodies with you patrick okay and mark and malcolm have swapped bodies okay and this is the setup and we get to be like this for a week why does mark get to be the lady killer (laughs) well i also figured i also figured i would go into your body because i would get to be tall and good looking for a little bit oh flatter me here so i figured that would be nice too so what i want to get into with you guys is this scenario is presented to us we have a week in the other person's bodies can I cut you off there for what one do we second? Do? Yes. I feel like I d- indirectly insulted you there. I wasn't trying to insult you. I was just more so mean? trying to highlight Malcolm's uh, attractiveness. Why Mark because, got like, put I, into the sexy yeah, body? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't trying to say, like, oh, why am I getting no, you? Why don't I get... No, that's okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I understand what you're saying. So, okay. But, so, yes, this is my thing of what happens... Do you? Because I feel do? like I insulted you. No, you didn't. Oh, okay. You're good. good. You're I good. didn't feel like you insulted him either. Yeah, you're good. Okay. I felt bad there for a second. I still love you. So, my question is... 
What do we do for this week? What What do you want to do in the other person's body for a week? Do you try and make stuff as like, <laughs> what the <laughs> hell was that? I just spat water up everywhere. What dude. the fuck happened? That's exactly what I think of when I see the word spit take. It just came out of your what? mouth so perfectly. What made you do that? What happened? Did I miss I th- something? I think he just, in his head, thought of the possibilities of, of what I would do versus what he would do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You said, you said you're... <laughs> You have control of your bodies. What would you do? And in my, I'm so evil for thinking this, but you're like, I'm just thinking about like the interactions with the people in your life that I can yes. have. I can like fuck shit up. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's ruined like, their, their relationships. That's what I'm saying. Where it's like, what do we do? Because like it's only a week, and we know this going in. So do we? I like, can ruin your life. But I'm saying, do we sit down and agree? Like, listen. We're all gonna like just everybody just try and like stay the course. Nobody do anything weird. Like yeah. everybody well, try the, and keep it together. Well, what's the premise? Is the premise here that that's what we're doing? We're actually having a conversation, or are you just ask? I think what's more interesting to me is if you're asking us like, what would you do if you didn't have a conversation with the other person? Like, if I swap swapped with Malcolm, like, what would I naturally just want to do as Malcolm? Is what I'm saying. Sure. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Is like in my head, it's like the four of us switch bodies. I'm in Patrick. Patrick's in me. Mark and <laughs> There's got to be a better way to phrase that. That's, a, that's wait, the wait. clip right there. Pa- pa- Patrick's in you and you're in him at the same time. Wow, that's impressive. I'm in you, How's you're in me. But like, and then so Mark and Malcolm switch. And my thing is like, we all wake up on, let's say, a Sunday and know that we have until next Sunday until this goes back. So like we all, Saturday, 11.59. So we all wake up in the other person's house kind of thing. Okay. Like, what what do we do as a group about this? Like, do we get together? Do we try and come up with a plan? Do we say like, listen... You know, you need to like attend my job or attend my classes and like, mm. you know, don't do anything weird or out of the ordinary. And then like I also am asking you guys, like, do you fuck with the other person? Like, do you go around to like friends and family and like screw well, with them or like I, try and get them in trouble and whatever? Like I said, the more the most interesting question to me is like what would I want to do with this person's like what would I want to do as this person? Well, sure, that what week? are you gonna do with Malcolm's body? Well, here's the thing. Um I mean Malcolm's in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Although I would want to, I would want to abuse his female opportunities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably like, I'd probably. So what lot... you're saying, the first step is you're saying you're gonna cut off my relationship, not cut off Bella. No, it sounds oh. like he's not. No, no, no. Off what Mark no, has what to do is do. he has to sit Bella down and be like, "Listen, no. I'm Mark right now. Oh, I'm not Malcolm." Yeah. She's not gonna believe that. Here's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go around hooking up with random. So right, bro. Why <laughs> would you do that? I'm Mark, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna hook up with a bunch of random people that I'm attracted to, <laughs> and and not tell. She's gonna catch you. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna tell Bella. She's not gonna find out. She, and knows, then, she knows everything. She dude. knows everything I do. Yeah, dude. Oh, oh, I don't know. What really? Okay. <laughs> she knows everything I do. Oh, well, that's is that be better it. or worse though? Because what I'm saying is, I feel like Mark could go to Malcolm's girlfriend and be like, "Listen, I'm Mark. I'm going to like try and prove this to you." And then you know, Malcolm shows up in Mark's body and is like, "Yes, Bella. Like, let me corroborate this and to then, try and like prove yep. it to you." And then Mark then goes, she goes like, But then Mark goes like, "Listen." It's me and Malcolm's body right now. It's not really Malcolm, but I want to take Malcolm's body for a test drive. So I'm going to go out and like have sex with all these other women. Yep. But just understand, Bella, it's not Malcolm doing this. Malcolm is right now in my body. Yeah. yeah. So in the meantime, you get him and I'll go away. So, and that's the other thing. Does, <laughs> does oh Bella get Mark's body? Does, wait, wait. Yeah. Does Bella want, does Bella, would she be even open to, to having sex with my body? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be such a funny thing too for me and Patrick because it's like we'd have to go to Varsh and be and I'd have to be in your body, Patrick, yeah. and be like, "Listen, Varsh, it's me," and like I could prove this. And let's say it gets to the point I where re- she believes it, <laughs> then I have to be like, 
okay, well, it's Patrick's body though. So what's the deal? You, you know, you'd yeah, be like, yeah. like imagine like Patrick, like your your brain and Patrick's body, and then and then he's like, man, I'm really in the mood. Where she's like, I, I, we got to do something. About this. <laughs> and then he's like, if you want to close your eyes, you could, or if you're fine with it, it is what it is. Because then that's the thing too, where it's like in a week when this all reverts back. Yeah. Oh, what an uncomfortable like, situation. Then for the rest of the time, like you know, the girlfriends are going to be looking at the other person, just constantly being like. It feels like I kind of just, you know, did that with you, which is a whole mm. awkward oh, can of worms. Yeah, that's a whole that's that could be a whole philosophical Honestly. conversation because it's like you were saying that with Bella and Mark, right? right? But I don't think even if you got a, got to a place where you convinced Bella that it was Mark and Malcolm's body, she'll stay right. she'll still say but it's Malcolm's body like yeah. He, that's still going to be like cheating. Once Malcolm's back in his own body, the body count is still yeah. Increase. Honestly, here's what I'll say. Uh, that's if, a diff- that's AIDS, a whole. Uh, he, here's what I'm yeah, <laughs> he has an STD. That's a whole philosophical thing that I don't know if I buy. Here's, but here's what I I'm get say. what you're saying. If we're gonna, the first part of your premise was like, would we talk about it and like what the, what would the realistic plan be? Mm-hmm. To me, it's like if we were doing it realistically, it would be kind of boring. We would just like try to not make any trouble. Go to go to what our classes and go to our, to to work, basic stuff like that. But to me, it's more interesting of like, what mm-hmm. in your wildest dreams would you want to do? Like Patrick. Mm. as in maddie's body mm-hmm. what would be something that you really want to try even if it's not responsible for example it doesn't have it could be responsible but like what do you want to do as maddie i wish you didn't pick me because i'm actually still thinking about okay, immediately maddie. when i'm patrick and i wake up that sunday morning immediately i rush to the bathroom and check out your dick <laughs> immediately because i'm like i just want to see what's going on down here honestly i guess i guess that would be something that we should all do is like kind of check, out, each other's, check what you're working with check out, check yeah, out get each a, other's dicks get a lay of the land yeah <laughs> see what you're working with are Feel you only thinking up. about sex right now what's going on here what else are we gonna do I'm, i was thinking complete i was thinking I don't know why. I was thinking I'm going to go to the outlets and I'm just going to recap havoc. Oh my I'm gonna, God. I'm going to make mean? a mess of whatever's you going can, on you the can, outlets. You can do oh, that. Jesus. You can do that. Yeah, you can do that as, as you. <laughs> I know, but I'd rather do it as you because you work there. Yeah, but also I'm going to go to Echo. I'm going to pretend I'm working there. I'm just going to be. I'm going to be rude to everybody. Mm. But in a week, you're going to be fired. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Malcolm <laughs> well, just gets Mark fired. Honestly, I'm going to ruin his relationship, so it's a fair trade. <laughs> <laughs> but even in the mundane example, of what you're saying, Mark, where it's like if we all tried to plan it out, even in that, I think there's room for shenanigans because we'd have to sit each other down and be like, listen, like you know, Malcolm has like classes that need to be attended to. Patrick's got like his lab stuff that he's working on that <laughs> needs to be attended to. You've got your job. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick and I swapping. The one nice thing about that is we both work as lifeguards and stuff that mm. that area of our lives wouldn't be that affected. But yes. I guarantee you, Maddie like, in the lab. I'd be, yeah, like at the lab, I would have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. And Patrick's <laughs> partners are like, Hey man, like, what are you doing? And I'm like standing there with like this yeah, equipment. Yeah. I'm like, I don't fucking know what to do. But I also feel like you better what, not kill my zebra. But, in, pa- but in Patrick's thing, what would screw me up is because Patrick, and this is what I'm saying about the cultural thing earlier, where it's like, because Patrick and I come from these different cultural backgrounds, I would for sure like how you guys have like the fast thing going on right now, I yeah. would for sure be walking through Patrick's Burgers. kitchen and like pull out like a steak or something and start <laughs> chowing down. And Patrick's parents would be like, "What are you doing? Yeah. Like it's no the fast." I'd be like, "I didn't know. It's not me. It's Matt." <laughs> mm. Question I have is, where would we be staying? At the person's house. I think you have to stay, stay at the house. We wouldn't house, be able right? to convince. Okay, how to, do you go to the? Pa- need, how do you go to our parents yeah. and be like, "Listen, Patrick's parents." Well, like you said, the only way for this to work is that it has to be off the table that we can convince anyone of this. Like you, I don't it, think it's impossible to convince anyone, but I think it's going to be tough as shit. But yeah. like you said, like you can have, I can bring Malcolm, I can bring my, I have myself with Malcolm's brain and um, Malcolm with my brain in, yeah. in my house. Yeah. And then like. So one of them could just speak to, Arabic, the other one could Sure, just, yeah. <laughs> or like talk sure. talk about stuff that only I would know. And yeah. then they're like, oh, well, 
this looks like Malcolm, but he's saying things that only Mark would know. We so should take like, that sure. off the table. Like we shouldn't okay, have that. Sure, as but even if we could bring it on the table, I yeah. well, I think again, convincing maybe for you guys, like in that sense, convincing your parents is easier. Whereas it's I think I might have a slightly harder time. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like, where, <laughs> sorry, in terms of where do we go? Like to Malcolm's point, like I'm if I'm you, Patrick, I'm sleeping at your house. Yeah, if I'm oh, you, yeah, I'm sleeping dude. at your house. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to my house as you. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. hey, mom and dad, it's me, your son, <laughs> Matt. I'm sleeping here. You know what I do as Malcolm, and it's not even a, a Malcolm specific thing. I would just like eat like an absolute piece of shit for like a week or whatever. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like eat like garbage because I know that it's I'm not gonna have any consequences once I go back to my oh, body, God. unless yeah. you're also eating like shit, Malcolm, in my body. You know what would interest me is if drinking beer in your body would make me understand why you like it like, oh would I, would I be able to oh, understand dude, i've heard yeah i've heard this this general topic that you're talking about i've yeah. heard of like and what if you and maddie switched bodies mm-hmm. would you all of a sudden be like oh what's that weird pain there oh what's that feeling in his yeah, leg or yeah, whatever like i have his sensation chronic stuff right? that he deals with that's maybe like very minuscule yeah. but your body your brain doesn't know how to deal with it exactly mm. so it's like would i be able to understand why you like beer kind of thing like you get my taste buds yeah of yeah. course you get his taste buds because it's his body I, well yeah i get your taste yeah, buds yeah. for sure yeah that's true and then my brain's just like wait why is beer good now but your preference <laughs> at the same time it's it's confusing to your brain because your pre- your brain preference is to not like certain things mm-hmm. or whatever. But then it's sending signals that yeah. it's like good kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. So it's weird. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's a whole can of worms. And the other oh thing- my God, I would also go to Sheridan and just sign as many autographs as I can as Helen. <laughs> <laughs> I'd make an episode as Helen. The other thing too though that I thought about is like, so if I wake up in your house or like, what do we do about the financial situation? Like, do we go like, like, do I go to Patrick when he's in my body and be like, give me my wallet so that throughout this week I can continue yeah. using my money? Or do I just wake up in Patrick's body and it's like, immediately I'm spending... Why is there $20 in his checking account? Yeah, like, <laughs> but like, immediately I'm spending all of his money and like, overbilling his credit cards I... on like, shit that I want yeah. immediately. Wait, can I ask something? Mal- you laughed a minute ago. What were you laughing I was about? thinking about, what if I was in your body when you were going to Guelph to do that big presentation in front of a class <laughs> on some topic I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. I get there and I'm just... You just I'm bomb just bl- it. I bomb it. I'm blanking. I'm just, uh, uh, Why would uh, you honestly, even go at that point? Like, wait, honestly, you have full control to just not go. <laughs> no, just honestly, it would be funny. Honestly, here's the thing, though. That, like, my this lecture that I was supposed to give at the University of Guelph got canceled, but... Yeah. Um, if I did give it, I would probably panic as well. So it's not not big of a difference. <laughs> not much of a difference. But that would be the thing specifically with you guys, because with Malcolm's classes and stuff, if it, if it were a thing of Malcolm's, like, listen, I've got like some group project or like a presentation or something, and it's like markets do like, and it's my grade rides on this, like you have to do Dude, it. Honestly, you know what? I feel like I would. I pride myself on on the ability to like. I want to kill it in his life. Like I want, <laughs> I want to fucking like do really good in his course and in, in his assignments and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I feel like I could do it. Oh my god, that's such a like evil but also hilarious way of fucking with each other's lives too. Like if I was Patrick and I went out of my way to go like above and beyond oh my god. and be like, I'm gonna donate all this money to yeah. charity and I'm gonna and be so nice to everybody in my life. Serving his family and stuff. Exactly. And then like Patrick comes back into his own body and he's being mm. like his not like a bad person, but he's being like sure. just his like normal self and then everybody's like what oh, happened dude. to the fucking like, guy start, who was like yeah. so nice the other week? Yeah. Like start as yeah. Pat in Patrick's body, start giving Patrick's mom like foot massages or whatever, mm-hmm. like every single day. And then when and then when he switches back, she's like, "Why are you not doing that for me?" <laughs> Literally, you're gonna be a better Patrick than yeah. I am. Exactly, <laughs> just so, just to fuck with you, so that when you go back into your own body, yeah. you're like, you're now seen you as worse. You can't live That's up such to a it fucked anymore. Up way I'd also be, it. I'd also be like, interested to yeah. know how Mark feels going to the gym and how he struggles to lift, lift like certain weights and certain. 
What do you what? mean? <laughs> like, what? What do you mean? Why is that so funny? Wait, 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 what are you, I don't understand what he's saying. What are you saying? I'd just be interested to go to the gym in your body and like work out as you. Oh, I see. Just the way you phrased that made yeah, it sound like you was... were being like, yeah, I don't understand. I've never had trouble lifting yeah. the weights. So I'd no, love no, to no. Mark's body and like feel what that's like. I don't see. I've made progress. I can lift quite a bit. But oh my god, that's hilarious! Yeah, the way you put that was like even Mark. Like, I'm not trying to say like Mark's weak. That's not what I'm trying to say. That's what it sounded like a little bit. (laughs) It sounded like him being like, I mean, I can't wait to see how weak Mark is. (laughs) Like, like it's gonna be so funny to struggle with half the (laughs) (laughs) the weight that I'm doing. That's what it sounded like, Malcolm. I know that's not what he meant. Oh my god! But so I guess none of you really answered. Well, Mark kind of answered it too. (laughs) No one answered the question. (laughs) Mark kind of answered it, but Patrick, Malcolm, like. When you wake up on that Sunday morning, yeah. are you rushing to the bathroom immediately to check out what's <laughs> going on down there? Um, <laughs> it's not going to be pressing for me. But you're going to find out at I'm some gonna point. I'm going to find out at some point. Over yeah. the week, you're going to have to like take a piss. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, here's the thing. If I wake up on the Sunday and I have morning wood, like you have morning wood, but <laughs> gonna, I have morning you're wood. You're going to feel it. I'm going to feel it. Then I'm going to like investigate. You know sure. I mean? But if it's like one of those things where I wake up on the Sunday and it's just like <laughs> deflated. Yeah. I just imagine you waking up in, in Maddie's body. And then, like he hasn't, he has morning wood. Yeah. And then he, he has morning wood. That's so trippy. Yeah, no, like, you're the one with. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one with. Your yeah, yeah, brain yeah. has you're, triggered you're, it. You're you're in his body, and you're getting morning wood in his body. Yeah. And then you like you feel it against your leg or whatever, and you just like tap on it, and you're like, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Good on you. There's something I want to say that I can't say. <laughs> I can't say into the, into the microphone. So. Cut it. Cut it. No, we can't. We're not going to cut it. Okay. Thank God it. podcasts are only about saying things. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up and then went nowhere with it. And then I think the, I think the people listening are going to like that part. Yeah, that's, you know what? Just leave them. Keep Always want, keep wanting yeah, more. Keep them wanting but, more, um, Mark. Come on. That's basic marketing. But uh, what was I going to say? Well, we can segue out of this we don't have to spend too much more time on this but i just it was just a fun thing that i thought of as just like a goofy throwaway topic of like us getting thrown into each other's lives and like how Mm. we have to balance that Mm. i would um i'd walk around shirtless a lot with malcolm oh okay i'd I'd, I'd just go in the public and like walk around shirtless (laughs) in the public (laughs) i would um i'm trying to find the right word cling to for like for the week that i'm you i would just enjoy Dude, that shave I his beard hair. shave mm. his beard no but i want a beard <laughs> oh, that's bro. such a terrible <laughs> that's thing. what i was gonna say is like he comes back oh, yeah, on saturday <laughs> night i shave the beard. What an asshole. Come back. he comes back he has no eyebrows no hair no beard <laughs> what? What? what an asshole <laughs> dude honestly we should all we, just fucking baby yeah, his head. We, we should all prank each other like that like not tell each other and everyone does weird shit <laughs> well i was gonna say like I wouldn't want to do anything that would like ruin Patrick's life, but for sure I would be posting some sort of social media thing <laughs> yeah. like right before the week ended of me. Not like anything horrible of like yeah. going off on some like horrible tangent or like anything that would like actually get him in trouble. But Racial I feel slurs like, and stuff. Yeah, I, but I feel like for sure I would do something like social media wise in Patrick's body, whether it was me like trying to sing or like if I like was seriously, like, yeah. like trying to seriously sing or if I was like going off and just be like, hey, guys, like I'm Patrick and I'm a furry or something like mm. something, oh that, like, something that doesn't necessarily like get him in trouble. But just like that broad, like just to embarrass him or so that as soon as he wakes up that Sunday morning, it's like, why am I getting all these texts yeah. from people being you're like, a furry? You're yeah. a furry. Dude, I want Malcolm to wake up Sunday morning and he like looks in the mirror and he has a face tap. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> tattoos a is a good one yeah. you just get like you know some like mother written across yeah. like malcolm's or, chest or something or like mark was here and like a, <laughs> yeah. but, in a, oh, but, but in a place that's like not 
I don't want to ruin his life, so maybe, exactly. it's, like, maybe it's like a tiny tramp stamp or like right, right, right in his lower back. Or <laughs> That's a great tramp <laughs> stamp. stamp. Mark was here. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but like uh, yeah, swapping bodies. Yeah. Freaky Friday shit. Freaky Friday shit. What it? Hold on, just before. You, no, no, actually, no. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. please go. I was about to end it, but he had something. Because to say. you guys said the thing about like seeing like what we're working with down there, kind of thing. Right. Would. Like let's just say you're saying would, was, you, would you saying would you masturbate? No, let's just say like oh wow, I that's kind of disturbing that. to think about. I don't the the think thing, about the thing is, no, no, I'm not saying masturbate. I'm saying once we switch, like mm-hmm. you know how your body's size is, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna see my size. So it's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> what's gonna go on like if you see that like mine is bigger, for example? Or I mean, I'm definitely gonna compare yours so that when I get back, or like measure yours so that when I get back in my body, I can like compare the two and take. You don't already stuff. know. What? You don't already know? Me? Like you, you can't just see mine and then know what yours is? I guess that's true. Yeah, like I could probably tell visually unless it's like, I don't, you know, a little closer. I don't think any of us will be able to tell visually unless one of us is like secretly hiding a 12-incher. I, like, I don't think, I think you'd be gonna... able to tell. Like usually I know how mine looks like. Yeah, you can hands. just measure. Oh, okay, I don't think you guys are understanding what I'm You're saying. You're saying like measure before and after, but to me yeah. it's like I haven't personally measured in a very long time. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even remember what my measurement is. So if I switched into Malcolm and I measured, I'd be like, okay, well, that doesn't mean much to me. I, like visually, I feel really? like I, yeah. Like you have no ballpark. I have a ballpark that I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to divulge. I'm a gentleman here. But what I'm trying to get at, Patrick, to your question of like, does that change anything? Is nine, it, nine inches. It definitely. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is a random number. I just picked nine it, inches, it, ladies. It, it only changes things in the sense of like, let's like, if I somehow swapped into your body and immediately went and looked at your like dick, yeah. and it was huge. Like but you imagine, were way bigger than me. And I, like I, it would definitely be something I never addressed again, <laughs> yeah. and like didn't like, want to bring up. Dude, the the like, thing you, is, if if it was the opposite, and I was like, oh my, micro feel so penis, bad. Yeah, but that's the other thing. If you you the, also wouldn't bring it up, but you would no, 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 see no, no, me. no, no, no. If it, <laughs> you'd see him in person, like you'd look at each other for the first time, and you'd see shame in his eyes. <laughs> exactly. If it was the opposite, and I went and like checked it, checked you out, and you were like significantly smaller. Yeah. Immediately, I bring it up and hold it over your head. No, but like, if it was. Rest of your yeah, life. It, there's a difference between me being like significantly smaller, but me having a micro penis. Yeah, dude, it's like <laughs> you yeah. wouldn't be able to like bring that up. When you, right? once you, once I you, think I could. <laughs> dude, once you switched back, once you switched back, and you were having like a disagreement with Patrick, and you're like, "Well, you have a little dick." Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, I would just bring it up forever. No, but honestly, like, I don't believe you. I don't think you would hold it over Patrick's head if he legitimately had a micro penis condition. <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> That's if what I'm you, saying, I think bro. If you, it's a condition, bro. I think if you were smaller than average, he might like throw a joke in here or there yeah. but if it's like you're something you're very ashamed about yeah come on maddie have, yeah. have more class I'm, than that i guess it's just it'd be so funny it would be it would be pretty funny that's right for sure i want to use patrick's money when i'm in his body to like send get well cards to like everybody in his life that don't make any sense or like just something like that to screw with people anyways i thought you were gonna say to like buy Sex workers or... Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, maybe <laughs> that too. Uh, t- steer us away, Mark, please. Yeah, I'd order a bunch of sex toys as Patrick and okay. then have them all show up to the house. That's actually gold. Imagine, <laughs> imagine... Okay. How are we back on this topic? Why do you do this? <laughs> imagine great. buying, like... A, have you ever heard of the... This was a whole controversy, but people who buy sex dolls that look like... Actually, I can't say. I oh can't say. God, say I can't do it. Mark, steer, Mark steer us, us away. Mark, rescue us. I'll try. Um, my topic is like... Sex workers. <laughs> <laughs> my, my topic is switching bodies. Uh, yeah, so my topic is something that's kind of... Yeah, it's, it's pretty lighthearted. And I think that it's one of those like general topics like sports like we did or food. Mm-hmm. 
But to me, my topic is shopping. Mm. That is shopping. my topic. Now, here's what I'm going to say. When I think about shopping, I get excited. I love shopping. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so to me, Malcolm is so excited about yeah. it. <laughs> like, when I think about shopping, I get excited. I'm, I love shopping. I love going out and, and doing the whole thing. But recently, I realized that I think I like the idea of shopping more than I actually like shopping. Because mm. I'll, I'll be like, oh, we're going to go to square one or whatever and get a bunch of clothes and like get maybe a pair of shoes like i'm gonna have a fun day and and get stuff for myself and like treat myself type thing Mm -hmm. but then recently i did that and i realized that as soon as i get there i want to like go home i'm like (laughs) when are we gonna go home you weren't you weren't with us though for this recent time no i'm saying like i went with my mom yeah and maybe that's why i think if it's like a friend hangout it's more enjoyable Mm -hmm. but even with friends like i'll go to the one or two stores that i know I, i frequent and then after that, I'll be like, I want to go home. I don't really yeah, like but, this that much. But the thing is, like, there was this one time we went, and this was, this was the most recent time I can think of, okay. where we hit Simon's and we hit Zara, and everything was so cheap that we just bought a shit ton of clothes. That was fun, yeah. That was fun. So when we actually buy, like, fair enough, like a good amount of clothes, it's fun because we're actually trying stuff, and it's, it's yeah. not like we're going, and it's like everything's out of our price range, and sure. we're just not getting anything. I That's think, when it's like, I think that the vibe, the group has to be right, the vibe has to be right. That's fair, yeah. but. Honestly, I want to throw out one story before you guys talk about your opinions on shopping in general. Okay. Because to me, like like I said, the idea of it, love it, execution, it varies. But I went to um, Uniqlo. Have you guys heard of Uniqlo before? Yep. Solid. It's kind of like an H&M, but I don't know if it's like Chinese or, or Japanese I or something. I think it's Japanese. I think it's, that might be right, yeah. They have really nice clothing there. It's like good quality, clean styles, basic styles. And uh, the shirt that I'm wearing right now actually is from there. It's like a Keith Haring style. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I went to go cash out, my mind was blown, dude. I went to go cash out, and there was like this machine, and it's it, you know it's like a self checkout thing, mm-hmm. and it was actually like only one cashier, and then the rest of them were all self checkouts. And I was like, oh, that's interesting for like a clothing store. So I go up, and it says like click start. I click start. I'm holding a pair of pants, a pair of jeans, and two t-shirts in my left arm. They're like draped on my arm, and then it's so, and then on the on the machine it says put your items in the cart now. And before I put them in the cart, it they start showing up jeans graphic t-shirt graphic t-shirt with the exact prices i didn't even put them down yet mm-hmm. and i was fucking ter- i was like how the fuck did they know <laughs> Dude, it, was, it was like i didn't beep scan anything i didn't throw the things into the bin yet yeah. i was like holding them and i was like place now and then it just started popping up like light blue jeans keith herring shirt like whatever and i was yeah. like well, that's so crazy crazy yeah anyway that's just i think it's advancing very rapidly and it's very cool like the whole shopping experience oh, anyway so uh, what do you guys think about shopping in general Malcolm? um i Personally, I still find shopping very enjoyable, usely regardless of who I'm with. Like, with, when I'm with my parents, I still have a really good time shopping because we always usually go out and get food, and mm. we all love food, so we all enjoy it. You make a day of it. And they and they buy stuff for me, which is even better. <laughs> um, with you guys, I, I love it as well. I, I love, like, we make a whole plan out of it. I'm like, we're going to get some clothes. We're going to get some food real good. Cheesecake. We haven't done that in mm. a while, though. Have no, we, we haven't. Yeah. Um, we got to go to Yorkdale. Oh yeah, Yorkdale. Okay, I was just talking about stuff in our price range. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm but, just thinking. Um, I'm just thinking about the Chick Fil A and the. Um, oh my God, and Cheesecake Factory. Oh, right. Adam's Fudrip One yeah. getting a Chick Fil A. Square One is yeah, Chick Fil A. Dude, I had a coworker talk about. Um, we have a square. We have an Echo store. I work at Echo. We have an Echo store at Square One, mm-hmm. and uh, my assistant manager was like filling in there for a day, and there was a guy who works there, and um, we're probably gonna have to cut this out now that I'm thinking about it. But basically. He's like this gay dude who works there. Okay. And she said he's like a really sweet guy. But he was kind of talking about how he's against the opening of Chick-fil-A there because of the history they've had with like not supporting gay rights stuff and like being like homophobic apparently. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, and she, and she was talking to she was talking about it, and she was like, honestly, like I don't get it. Like he should just keep his words to himself. Like it's like, <laughs> <she's> like <laughs> I was like, I mean, I get his, I get his, I get his worrying, mm-hmm. but anyway, I yeah, I anyways. prefer to cut that out. There. <laughs> um, but I, I've had new shopping experiences lately since I have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they can be fun. Sometimes they can be very <laughs> exhausting. Like mm-hmm. for example, like sometimes now be careful. She'll say, be careful what you say now. Uh oh. Sometimes <laughs> she'll say like, oh, let's go out and do a shopping day, but. Shopping day doesn't usually mean like I get to look for myself. It means she takes so long to look at everything in every single store, and I'm I'm just there holding stuff. Oh my god! And that I, sounds terrible. And then I'm I'm just waiting. Like, on last week we went shopping. We actually went thrift shopping last week, and I got the sweater there for five bucks. I like that. Oh. Five dollars. So I like that bucks. sweater. Yeah. Um. And actually, if you go there and you donate crap and you donate some clothes, they'll get you a fifty percent off card. Cool. If you donate yeah, cards so every time you go. A, a card. Every, oh. like Dude, you you honestly, do you could donate the shit. You can donate shit. You can donate crap, and you'll get <laughs> and you'll get a fifty percent off. Honestly, it's true. Donate we donated Isabel's old clothes. It was like underwear in there. So I mean, mm. they took it. Oh they, didn't, they didn't look. They just gave me the card. Are you saying it was stained, shit stained no, underwear? No, don't <laughs> oh say God. that. <laughs> we donated underwear that was covered in poop, <laughs> and they we took it right away. Recently used. Here's the thing with shopping. If I may jump in, I, with very rare exception, like if it's like. If I'm going myself one day, it's like, oh, I'm going to go to the comic book store here in town and, like, you know, see what's up and maybe, like, pick something up or whatever. That I enjoy. That's targeted. That's targeted. But just shopping generally, I have absolutely no time for. And Malcolm even saying, like, when him and his girlfriend are like, oh, let's have a shopping day. Malcolm's saying that, like, I recoil, like, (laughs) viscerally from that. Because it's like, I don't mind... Mm. The couple, like, every once in a while when, like, the four of us will, like, let's say go to square one or something. It's like, oh, we're just going to go walk around the mall. Usually, like, we're going to grab lunch. That's, honestly, getting lunch to me is, like... The most fun part. That's the biggest draw. Because the rest of the experience of just... Yeah, La Carnita at uh, square one, the tacos there. Just, Shout out. Yeah, chef's kiss. We got to go again sometime. I've been craving them. Mm. But the entire thing, like, the just mall aspect of, like, we're going to walk around... We're going to go in and out of stores. We're going to look at clothes. Yeah. We're going to try stuff on. Now, part of that, I think, is that to what you said, Mark, about targeted shopping. Yes. I feel like in a way that is more targeted to you guys because you guys are more into like clothes and shoes and that yes, kind of stuff but, than I am. But to me, it's like sorry to interrupt. But to me, it's also like I have like maybe three stores that I have to go into and like I'll go into Zara. I'll go into H&M. I'll go into like Foot Locker. I'll go to like a couple of that I always target. And and that's what I'll do, and that's enjoyable to me. But the dread comes when I used to like go shopping with my mom growing up, and she would go into like every single fucking clothing oh store, mm. and I'd have to be like waiting outside on a chair. Right. Like mm. that. That's where shopping to me becomes dreadful. But and, and also like the whole idea of browsing, like going to a mall, having. Oh my god. Dude, I, I work in a mall, and the amount of people that come in, like maybe nine times out of ten, I'll ask someone like, "Oh, are you looking for anything in particular?" And they're like. No, I'm just killing time. People have said that before. I'm like, who are you? Everything, like, this, is your, this is your life, dude. Like, you're just walking around. Everything you're saying right now is, again, just making me, like, blood red mad. Where it's <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Where it's like, and that's the thing with the mall. Where it's like, there definitely have been times where we're like, oh, we're just going to go, like, check out a few stores and see what's up. And I'm always like, y'all come tag along. Again, I'm coming for lunch. But, like, just the general set of, like, oh, we're just going to, like, walk around the mall and go in and out of, like, some of the clothes stores. Like... But when we say that, we have targets. There's a pl- yeah. There's some sort of plan, but it's like it still drives me a little. I don't nuts. think we've ever said we're just gonna go in and out. Cl-. Like I feel like what it was was we're gonna get clothes. Yeah, sure. Not exactly. that it's I've like, never had the desire to just go in and out of clo- like clothing stores and 
Dude. Just to browse. Bro, sure. Maddie, it would drive you crazy to work at the mall because mm-hmm. I've seen people like literally zigzag. I, I see outside my front store window and I see people zigzagging from True Religion, which is right on my diagonal left, to our store, then to Kulhan diagonal right. And they just zigzag into every single store with no purpose. Oh mm-hmm. Dude, I tell them like, um, what kind of shoes are you looking for? They're like, oh, nothing in particular. Like, I'm just, I'm just looking around. And, and oftentimes... Like, it'll be like an older dude, and I'll be like, yeah, no, I'm just killing time. And I'm like, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. You know, he, earlier... If he's an older dude, he doesn't have time to kill. Anyways, go on. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's on, I, I should be like, honestly, you, you ain't got much time left, so maybe don't... <laughs> yeah, time's running out, pal. You know, earlier, Patrick, when we were saying how Mark had brought up, like, a red flag for him is people without any sort of, like, hobbies or passions yeah. or whatever. And then you were like, well, everybody's got it, got it. You know, they must have something. Yeah. These are the kind of people that have nothing. nothing absolutely that, nothing. That come to a absolutely. mall and it's like, oh, what are you doing at the mall? It's like, I don't know, I'm just killing a Saturday. It's like, gonna, you can't ask, sit around I'm and killing read a, a Saturday. It's like, you can't Bro. sit around and read a book or like yeah. watch me, TV for a few hours or something. You have to fucking go to the mall let me, let me, <laughs> and look at shoes and just yeah, walk around. Dude, yeah. the, those, those sort of people, they make me terrified of being in that place in my life. Oh, and I'm no. like, I'm going to try my hardest to steer away from it. I have a question <laughs> for you guys. I've had people in the store be like i like this pair of shoes a lot mm. and they're really comfortable and they're great and i'm like i'm waiting for the butt and they're like but i gotta ask my wife mm. I've, heard, I've had i've heard this all the time okay i want to ask you guys when you go shopping are you just gonna trust your own personal gut or are you one of these people who are gonna like and i'm not judging per se i'm judging that guy for sure about the wife thing but like <laughs> but like Patrick gave me a weird face yeah. yeah but like are you gonna try on stuff and be like i really love this i'm gonna buy it or are you gonna be like i really love this but i'm gonna ask a couple of people just to make sure it's actually not goofy. Now I'm going to go ahead and answer for Matthew. He relies on his own taste uh, almost always. Which I, is why I, you know, again, when I say I don't care about how I dress, yeah. it's like that's... Yeah. But, that's but like, with me, I almost always have, a, like, get opinions. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah. why I like shopping with other people I don't, so I can get the opinion in real to, time. But to me, I don't, I'm not judging that because I also do that. Yeah. But what I'm judging is this person who's like, I love everything about this shoe. It feels great. It looks great. Yeah. But like, if my wife says no, I'm not getting it. It's like, what, what's going on? That there? just sounds like a married man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old ball and chain. Malcolm some wants, guy. Malcolm wants to jump in here. Oh, do I? Oh, I you, you looked like you were. When no, I, I do. I do. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> like, let me ask you: If you find something that you really like, and let's say Bella's like, I don't like the way that looks. Are you buying it because you love it, or are you going to be like, No, nah, I'm not if buying it's something it? Something I really, really, really like. Like I'm not you gonna know, listen yeah. to her. Like mm. I've you said, a lot of reallys there. So if it's something I'm really sure about myself that yeah. I know I like and I know I'm gonna wear it all the time because yeah. it, like it's something I've wanted for like a long time, I'll get it no matter what. Fair enough. Okay. But there's sometimes where I'm like iffy on like if something looks good and I think it looks good and like if she says it doesn't look good, I'm just gonna take her word for it. Yeah. She doesn't want me to look bad. It's iffy. Like if it's iffy, then that makes sense because yeah. like it could Run, go either way, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I do like something and she says no, and that just makes me rethink it. But I'm glad she does that because I rethink it, and then I go, "This doesn't look good," mm-hmm. and I'm glad I'm not gonna waste my money on it. See, mm-hmm. I don't have that like self control built into me because, like, the one of the last times we were at—I mean, this was probably like a year ago now—but one time when we were at the Toronto Premium Outlets and we went to that one store, we like us. Yeah, I think a handful of us were there. It okay. might not have been all four of us, but when some combination of us were there, you walked into my store, by the way into the store for sure yeah at one point we walked in your store but i think it might have just been patrick and i and mm. that was the day that we walked into some store and i found my playboy long it was, sleeve it was just <laughs> oh, yeah, that yeah. i got which for that? those wondering 
Yeah, go I ahead. I forget what the store was, though. West 49. Was it, was it called? Was it West 49? It was West 49. It's either like West 49, Zoomies, or one of those like it skater. It was not Zoomies. It was West it was, 49. Yeah, maybe it was okay. West 49. But for those wondering. I shop at Zoomies. The shirt, <laughs> it's, a, it's a gray long sleeve, and on the front it says Playboy, and then it's got the little bunny. And then yeah. on one sleeve it's got the bunny logo going all the way down it. The other sleeve's got Playboy going all the way down it. And then on the back, which is the best part, it's got written out. Our mission is pleasure. Dude, that's my favorite shirt I've ever heard of. And like, it's that's actually my favorite. It's such a like l- horrible shirt, but I <laughs> love it. And I kind of bought it just because it was like terrible. And also I knew it would annoy my mom, which it definitely did. It did but that's the kind of thing where it's like if I had bought if I was gonna buy that shirt now and my girlfriend was like, Do not buy that shirt, it's the dumbest shirt, I would still buy it anyways because I'm an idiot. But to Malcolm's point, he had mentioned earlier how like Bella will say to him, like, oh, let's have a shopping day. And I, like, recoiled in fear at the sight, uh, sound of that. Mm-hmm. That's still the case. But actually what I have found is that going with my lady friend shopping, I actually kind of enjoy it. We've only done it, like, one or two times. But I've enjoyed it more because when we're looking – normally the problem is if the four of us go into, like, a clothes place, like, I couldn't even name you one, where, like, you guys are, like, looking Victoria's at stuff. Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret, where you guys frequently shop. When we <laughs> go into one of those places and, like, you guys are, like, finding, like, oh, these, like, corduroy pants or, like, a long sleeve or, like, a sweater, you know, so-and-so likes or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I'm always... <laughs> I like how you ma- you're making fun of, like, Patrick for looking for corduroy pants. <laughs> like, the way he says, like, corduroy pants or whatever. Well, I mean, I wasn't... I thought, I I thought, wasn't... It, I thought he made me sound classy there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I wasn't, trying to ta- I wasn't trying to take a <laughs> shot, but if you were offended by it, then also good. But, um... <laughs> No, I was I I thought you painted me in a positive light there. Good, okay. good, okay, good. And yeah. he didn't even explicitly say me. He didn't, but like I think you've been talking about corduroy pants yeah. a little bit. Okay. Anyways, no, like yeah. you've been like you you bought some like in the last couple of months. I have right? a lot actually now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go good. on. Anyways, um, when it's with you guys, it's like we'll walk into a store like that, and you guys all see shit you like and start looking. And because I'm not like that necessarily like fashion conscious or like even just clothes conscious kind of thing, and I just wear fucking jeans and like t-shirts with logos and shit on them all the time i want our first video podcast if we ever get there for us all to be dressed up and you to be just and like, me just in like, <laughs> bum like fucking pajamas like he's, like he's fucking like adam sandler he's wearing like basketball shorts <laughs> and yeah, like. but with that like that's what i'm saying it's like i don't get anything out of that but what i found is the couple times that her and i have gone shopping or like looked at stuff is she will do a similar thing where like one time her and I and a couple of her other friends were at like a value village or whatever and she was like oh this long sleeve would like be really good on you and it was like a nice ass long sleeve that I got you know for like 10 bucks or whatever at the value village and it's like one of my favorite long sleeves now like it's just this plain dark gray kind of long sleeve with like two or three buttons you know what I at think the top and it's like that was yeah. so much fun, and I liked doing that with her because I liked her. Like, what was so much fun? You're, you're talking about a two-second moment. What I'm saying is, I liked at least shopping with her because it was I had somebody there that yeah. like was like kind of like finding clothes and stuff yeah. that I might like and that might look good on me. That normally, if I was with you guys, I might have seen that same long sleeve. And yeah, been like, that, I don't. Dude, give a you fuck. know, what, you know what's upsetting to me is that like I don't. I've never personally done this. But I know for a fact that if I went up to Maddie and was like, this would be like, these shoes would be really nice on you. He'd be like, eh. And then he wouldn't buy them. Yes. But if Varsha goes the exact same shoes, like in a different scenario, he'd be like, oh, okay, I'll try them on. He'd look at them. He'd be like, those are pretty cool. And he'd buy them. Also, yes. But that's what I'm saying. Where like it's you're, like You're too close-minded. But like, it's not even so much. Oh, like, that's more. I want to get in on this now. <laughs> what? Are you saying I'm close-minded? 
Mark, you said that, and I have a scenario where it happened with you. Okay, the exact go ahead. Same thing. Okay, go ahead. I and oh, this was and the time say. and the timing of this was crazy because um, I showed you a song called "Still Loving You" by the Scorpions, and it was a few days later that that same song was showed to you by Tamara. Okay, and then you said, and, and you were like, "Whatever" to me, and then and this is what exactly what happened. <laughs> I showed it to you, and okay. you're like, oh, that song was whatever. And then it was showed to you by Tamara, and you came up to me forgetting that I showed that song mm. to you. You're like, dude, check out the song. that." The- yeah. That's, that's been in my heart, bro. Yeah, but you know, but you know I, what? I, I, I haven't been able to get over <laughs> yeah. that. Let me defend myself. Okay. Let me defend myself. Patrick was sitting on you, that. You came up to me as if you forgot. It was a few days ago, and you were like, check out this song. I was like, what do you mean, check out this song? <laughs> No, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I don't. First of all, I don't even recall that. Because, I don't recall any of that. Of course, you don't recall that. Sticked in my mind way, way more than it would have stuck enough, in your fair mind. Fair enough. Yeah. But to me, it's like, here's what it could have been. I can only yeah. speculate. It yeah, speculate. Been, it could have been that, like, I mean, you show me many songs. I show you many songs. I'll play a random song on on my in my car radio or whatever. Yeah. And most of them, you will be like, oh, that was alright, but you won't necessarily like save it and look out for it and whatever. Yes. So you were probably playing it. And maybe I wasn't in the mood of listening or I was thinking about something else and yeah. I just like, it just kind of went by. Maybe, maybe. But then yeah. like when my, you know, she, my ex-girlfriend, when my girlfriend at the time yes. was showing me a song, I was probably more attentive to it just like with Maddie. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> but honestly, to me, but to me, it's like when, when I listen to that song and I actively listen to it, I loved it. Yeah. But I think it's just with you, I wasn't actively listening to it. Yeah, that, and that obsessed me a little bit because it was a song that I was showing you. I was trying to That's show fair you. enough. Honestly, <laughs> I should try to be more equal with with the way I do that. Yeah. yeah. But I but again I bring that point up and I think it's fair to say that we would we're all susceptible to it in some way, so. shape or form. I'd say sure. so. Yeah. Like Maddie and you aren't like special cases by any no, stretch no. of the imagination. Yeah. But I feel like um I don't know, we should do that. Like we should like go out like shopping for specific items. Like if I wanna be like I wanna get pants today and Patrick wants to get a shirt today, whatever. Yeah. And we go out together and we like point stuff out to each other. Like I think we we usually do that. But Maddie, yeah, I don't know what Maddie's saying. Maddie, like, well, I feel like. But Maddie doesn't go yeah. sh- go shopping for specific stuff with us ever, really. Mm. Like it'll be just. Be you like, guys will do the thing like we mentioned earlier, where like Mark will be like, "Oh, like, what do you guys think of this sweater on me?" And then we'll all like offer input. But what I'm saying is like, we don't necessarily like you don't necessarily walk around like Patrick or Malcolm or me and like find a sweater and be like, "Oh, this would be good on Mark," and then like call Mark over and be like, "Hey, come check out this." It's more like one of us comes to the group mm. with. Hey, here's a thing I found. What do you think of it on me? It's more that than it is like us going to somebody and being like, "Look what we found. We think this would look good on I you." I don't think kind of thing. I, I disagree. I've had many times where Patrick will pull out like a shirt and I'll be like, "Mark, what about this one?" And I'll be like, "Eh," or I'll be like, "Ooh, I really like that one," and I'll take it. Well, because sometimes we're at a store like H and M, for example, and I know I'm not gonna buy anything, and Mark's looking around, and while he's looking around, I'm like brainstorming with him on what he yeah could possibly wear kind of thing Mm-mm. that's true yeah i don't know so, I, get fucked maddie you wow. know, <laughs> honestly look, i want to hear what you guys think about this because i have this weird thing that happens to me where i go shopping i try i always try everything on i'm not one of these people who return shit that's another whole topic of people who often return shit like every day my mom's always returning shit like every time i'm going out with her she's like okay but i'm just gonna stop at winners because i have to return something and i'm like i would hate you if i was working there. <laughs> but like yeah so i don't return anything i always try it on in the store and oftentimes I'll like I'll try something on and it fits perfect and I love it the way it looks and I'm like perfect this is what I want mm-hmm. and then I go home and try it on at home and I'm like this doesn't look as good at home I don't know why like for some reason the excite maybe it's because the excitement the like vibes. something changes where most of the shit that I got like for example I went on a trip um, back home to Egypt mm-hmm. but we stopped at Turkey um, 
coming back to Canada. Mm-hmm. And we stayed there for like a couple of days and we did shopping and I bought a bunch of shit that I really like. And now like I don't wear 90% of it. I'm like, this is gross. I don't like this. This looks bad. And it doesn't yeah. fit good and it feels weird. Like, I don't know. Have you guys ever had this like this shift from like loving something that you bought shopping wise and then later you just changed your tune on it? Mm-hmm. I bought two sweaters from Polo once to um, Grunecks. And did, did Bella? This was, this was a long, no, <laughs> oh, this okay, a long okay. time ago. I was gonna say maybe maybe the suggestion of someone else was like, oh maybe this would work, and then you know. no, it was a long time ago. I I bought two two sweaters, exact same but yep. different colors. I got home, I tried it on, and I go, what was I thinking? <laughs> well, this is, I'm like, this is so bad. One of them yeah. fit like a little better. It, there was it was a size higher, so there was a little baggy on me. I still have the gray one. I don't know if any of you know what it is. Just this pole on it. But nope. the black one is it was gigantic on me, and for some reason in the store I was like, it fits perfectly. And I got home, I put it on, and I'm like, this doesn't fit. Mm, <laughs> it fits perfectly. I don't How do you get like... it so wrong? <laughs> and I've never had this experience. I'll clarify that I've never had this experience with shoes. Every time I buy a pair of shoes that I really like, mm-hmm. I'll go home and be like, yeah, these still look good. But for some reason, with like shirts especially, I don't know if it's because of like the mirrors that I have at home are different than the lighting and the mirrors that there are in the store, but like. For some reason, I feel like it looks really good in the store, and then I go home, and I'm like, this looks okay. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say, like, I don't, I can't think off the top of my head of, like, buying things clothes-wise and then having that regret, but, like, I've definitely been gifted or given mm. clothes, like, whether it's from family or friends for things or whatever, and, like, been like, oh, this is, like, a neat, you know, whatever. Mm. And then, like, wearing it a little while and being like, why am I still wearing this thing? Like, I got to take yeah. this off. Yeah. But shopping, I don't know. It doesn't yeah, do shopping. it for me. Shopping. I'm glad shopping, it does. Shopping, shopping. I'm glad it does something for you guys. Yeah. At the very least, the thought of it gets me excited. And um, this, is, this is a Jerry Seinfeld bit, and I'll close on this topic with this. He's talking about, like, everyone, like, seems to live for going out. Mm. like hey when are we gonna go out like what time are we going out who's coming all this stuff and it's really exciting to plan it but like as soon as you get there it's like all right when are we gonna go home here like, <laughs> like, what time is it like when, when can we get back so to me it's like yeah shopping at the very least when with the right people the activity is fun but at the very least even with the wrong people the thought of it is fun and that's all that matters shopping at square one means fudge to me oh my god your fudge is, my fudge is waiting here for you. I, bought, I bought fudge for, for patrick yeah he e-transferred me because i was at square one with my mom I bought milk chocolate fudge. It took oh it. my god! I just committed to fasting, though I can't. Uh, oh, dude, I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to eat it. You transferred my money back, bro. No, I'm gonna eat it, and, I, and you paid for it. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Are you serious? No, you can have it if you want. Are you gonna eat it? I'll probably just keep it until the fasting. I was gonna done. say, how long does fudge does fudge expire? I don't think so. Just so throw it in the freezer. Dude, what, what do you want me to have this in my room for? Uh, it's in my no, room. I'll just take it home. What do you mean? <laughs> you, just, you have it in your room. <laughs> Just take it home and keep take it, it home home and throw it in your freezer and then it'll be fine. Dude, it's going to be bad. You might as well let me enjoy it when it's prime. When it's in its prime. <laughs> Sounds like Mark's trying to get your fudge, dude. <laughs> I think Mark's getting your Are fudge. you going to pay for it? No. Probably not. No. Then I'm going to take it. <laughs> what, what if, I, okay, if I paid you for it, I could just have it? I'd like a dollar on top of what I paid for. Wow. Honestly, wow. I'm trying to watch my weight, so you collect. go for it. I'm trying to be. Like you'll give me 10 bucks for it? No, no. You can take it and I don't want any money. You already paid me, so you take it for yourself. No, I'm saying give me $10 and you take it. <laughs> I don't want it anymore. 
not, I'm, because I'm, I'm saying I'm trying to not get fat. So I'm not. You won't get that. fat. You, five, you go to the gym five, five seconds ago. The conversation was, "I want my fudge." No, back. but now Don't it could be. Ne- but now it could be and profiting a dollar. To make a dollar Honestly, off of Mark, so you're like, "Give me my money plus a dollar, yeah. and you keep the fudge." We've both flipped just a minute ago. Just a minute ago, he was like, "I want the fudge; it's mine." And I'm like, "No, I want to eat it." And now I'm like, "Neither of us want it." Yeah. Nobody wants the goddamn fudge. I, yeah. I don't know where this has gone. You should probably cut this so we can keep having this conversation off the recording. That's fine. Well, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. that has been your episode of Wildly Adequate for today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank we you. hope you had you. a blast. But guess what? If you didn't have a blast, go screw yourself. Honestly, I don't really care if anyone we, ever listens to this. We don't really care if you had a blast. If, did you hate this entire thing? Good. Fuck Honestly, you. why are you still here if you hate Why are you still here? Uh, it's three out, two Loser. hours? How long? No, we'll be, it'll long. probably be around like an hour and a half. Can I, so. Malcolm oh. just farted directly into his mic and no, put it against his asshole and then, he, and, then, <laughs> and then he put it up to his mouth. Why are you doing it again? Though? I'm just showing you what happened. I'm showing oh, okay, okay. One day we'll get it. He's claiming that it rubbed up against the couch so there's no fart. One day we'll get it. All right, good night, ladies and gentlemen. Goodbye. See you